Hey, I'm Kyron. And this is Joel. And join us this week as we go guns blazing into a new episode of the Dialogue Options Podcast. everyone to another episode of the dialogue options podcast with your ever faithful hosts joel mcdonald that is me and as always my very very good friend and co-host mr kyron morrison how are you doing good sir i'm doing pretty damn good joel pretty damn good awesome awesome i love it i love it uh what's been happening it's been um, what's, the, what's the news what's the news jeez i don't know man like this week's been pretty chill uh work and i actually finished a game this week which i haven't done i think for, for maybe a couple of months now i don't know it's been Huzzah. what was the last game i finished i don't even remember like mine was definitely kingdom hearts one <laughs> yeah yeah that's true mm. yeah i don't know like uh, the last what thing would I, be? I guess nino kuni 2 maybe which i finished after i finished oh oh yeah 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 that makes sense that checks out yeah um, it's, it was just nice to sort of have a game to play, but it was like, I am 10 hours long. And I was like, oh, yes. Mm-hmm. I can yep. see the it's, credits. It, it's such a good... Well, that's what I liked about Kingdom Hearts 1. It was like... Yeah. It was just... It was a nice sort, like length. Especially when I knew I had another game that was like pretty oh. much double the, the length of it. Like, you know. Because, um, yeah, I think my, my current play counts at about where I was when I finished 1 at the moment. Yeah. But we'll get, to, we'll get to that in a moment. But... um. But yeah, no, I've had a pretty chill week. Oh, well, I say chill, but I've worked a lot um, and I've got more work coming up. So that's always good um, in a way. Uh, but yeah, no, I, I haven't really done much exciting stuff this week. Um, we did a, a, Ash got up today, she had a day off as well and did a big clean up of our, our spare room. Nice. Um, and I helped out a little bit towards the end there and we threw out a whole bunch of clothes and donated those and... Um, so yeah, next time you come down, you 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 won't oh. you won't recognize the spare room, Kyron. Joel, I I've also been doing a bit of a clean out, and I found my um my night vision goggles from the old Modern Warfare Two oh. Prestige Edition. They still Shit. work. Fucking yes, they still Man. work. Fucking, oh, I remember when you got those. We had a good time that yeah, night. Still that, was, the, that was hilarious. Out of all the ridiculously expensive like collector's editions that Call of Duty has done. That's the one that I was just like, no, I'm having this. I'm having these night vision goggles. Yep. And I like, you know, you definitely don't own that game anymore either. But I, I, I can, nope. I can definitely gather that for sure. Um, but yeah, no, it's been pretty, pretty, uh, pretty boring week this week for, for me. Hey man, but, uh, being, being adults is boring sometimes, but uh, that happens. Yeah. Yeah. That's true. I mean, like we've got, I'm going to a Christmas in July party tomorrow. That should be fun. I'll be slaving away at the old, the old uh, daily grind that is work. That's all right. Yeah. Well, <laughs> tomorrow is my Sunday, so that's, yeah, that's how I am operating my, this week. Tomorrow is my Friday. Ah, there you go. See. Remember when well, days technically with like actual days? 
Uh, yeah, and remember when weeks actually had like like weekends of two days in a row? This is the first time it's happened in I can't remember <laughs> since the last time. And then I go back to work for one day, then I have another day off. So, and then I'm there for five days. Uh, four days. I don't know. Anyway, this is really boring talk. So I think we should talk about some video games and uh, get stuck into our quest log. Mission completed. Quest log. Alrighty. So our quest log is, of course, our what we've been playing segment of the show. Um. So yeah, I we've both, like you said, you've you've finished a game this week, I which I'm excited to hear you talk about. Yeah, I'm excited to hear about that. I've just been playing more of the same game, um, or two games actually, and then another couple of uh, recent additions on top of that as well. Um. But uh, yeah, I, I Karen, I want to hear you talk about. I want to hear you talk about that game you finished. I want I want to hear you uh, to to you know take pride in the fact you finished a game. I finished a game, Joel, so, and it actually it has a bit of a story behind it because, as we know, EB Games had a ridiculous string of really good. Se- well, they started off really good, and then kind yeah. of became sort of like uh, shoulder shrug, not interested sort of deals. But like the first couple of days were Pretty incredible. Much. In particular, yep. the very first day, which I missed out on, and I'm furious about. Uh, they were selling Wolfenstein: The New Colossus for ten bucks. Little side yeah. note: that actually made the game the best-selling game in Australia this week. Yep, uh, and the second deal, uh, which was Assassin's Creed Origins for twenty dollars, which we both picked up right before we started recording last week. Yes. <laughs> um, uh, yeah, no, I, I, I saw the um, the top PS4 games for the month. Yep. This week Just like- uh, in Australia, and it's Assassin's Creed. So Funny that. <laughs> yeah, I saw that, and I sort of had a bit of a chuckle to myself. I was like, uh, <laughs> that's but, really yeah, funny. Like I said, I missed out on it, so that was a bummer. But I was determined, Joel. I was determined that, because, I mean, there's never, never a bad time to shoot Nazis, the way I see it. Hell no. So I decided that I was like, no, you know what? I'm shooting Nazis this weekend. So Wolfenstein, yep. the new order, the first game was on sale as part of one of Sony's many sales. They've changed over to winter sale now. New Colossus is up for 30 bucks. I'll probably just buy it for that, honestly. Still a good price. Yep, yep. Uh, really good price. But yeah, so I bought the new order, Joel, and I finished it. I did it. You did it? I'm only, when it came out in 2014, I'm only a little bit late. and That's all right. I played on the platform. It also, because it was a cross-gen game, because I'm just starting yeah. it on PS3. But I, I finished it's it on PS4, rough. and I did it. Yeah. I remember doing the same thing, starting on PS3, and then, like, I think it was last year, I think I ended up finishing it. might have even been, like, yeah, about a year ago, or maybe even two years ago, I um I did the same thing and, and picked it up and played it, and I was like, fucking great game. Um, But, yeah. What are your thoughts, Kyron? So... It's, it's hard, Joel. I don't want to be too tough on this game. Because okay. it is, like, even if, like, I honestly consider it last-gen, even though it was cross-gen, like, in my opinion. Yeah. Uh, and that's not even the main reason. The main reason is because, if you remember when this first came out, it was promoted with a, a little tease, a little beta, for Doom. Now, that's right. unfortunately for shooters I play now, Doom is the shooter I hold them up against, like, especially if it's first-person yep. shooter. And, and single player, like first person, yeah, especially, yes. yeah, yeah. And I'll try to, I'll, I'll, I'll hand out a compliment, 
and then maybe be a bit mean. So I really okay. like the story of the New Order. Just yes, straight up, yes, the story it's... in this game, as as I've, as countless people have said, is honestly, and no offense to Machine Games, it is way better than it should be. Like, it's just... Absolutely. I don't understand. Yep, 100%. Like, it, it's... It's definitely the strongest part of that game, for sure. Uh, the shooting, um, though, I didn't like. And I didn't right. think the shooting was terrible. But it was just... And again, it happened a lot towards the end of the game when it starts becoming a lot more action-heavy. And it's like... Because obviously, the first three quarters, I was sneaking predominantly. Yep. Because it lets mm-hmm. you do that, and it was pretty easy to sneak around with, like, little silenced pistols and stuff. So the start was pretty good. I was really enjoying it. Um love the cast of characters like yes um fighting i i very distinctly remembered the stage in the asylum from when i was playing it on ps3 that died a lot there yep uh but as you get further in obviously the stakes get higher and there are more nazis Mm -hmm. and it becomes more action-based and that was okay last boss i didn't care for at all Uh, this is a testament to that as i can't remember it i i'm not even Uh, like so to remind you joel it was um it was death's head in a mech oh remember remember death's head the guy you saw like two or three times in that entire game yeah i don't know yeah that's right i almost would have because it but prior to that it does have it's not even really a fight either but it has the fight against the robot I don't care. These these are these are probably Wolfenstein spoilers, but you know what? They came out in twenty fourteen. Uh, <laughs> you haven't played it too bad. You fight the robot with the brain of a guy you didn't save at the start of a game. That's right. That was a really yeah. short and simple fight. And who do you think I yeah. saved? Of course, yeah. Right. Like cool. who, awesome. I'm sorry, cool. Wyatt. Nothing personal, but <laughs> yeah. Apparently, apparently, like because it carries into two as well. Yeah. And if you didn't play the first one, you can like, well. Regardless if you play the first one or not, you get to pick. Like, it's like, did you save this person or this person? So if you haven't played it, you can just be like, no, oh, that guy. Um, but yeah, apparently the the white endings not all that different. It's just like a different type of cutscene at the end. So, um, I'll be honest. When I finish yeah. New Colossus with Fergus, I'll probably just look it up on YouTube. That's probably what I'm going to do as well. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, but honestly, that fight was really simple. It wasn't too complicated, but. I think it packed a decent punch. Yeah, like narratively as well. Like, yeah, the fact that it's like that—that that was the because he does make Death's Head does make a big deal of that at the start. He's like, "Well, I'm going to use this person's brain," and rah, rah, and he takes it, and you're like, "All yeah. right, well, shit." And then nothing else is mentioned about it, and they're like, "Oh, surprise!" Because like it's in this fucking robot now, Death's Head literally just vanishes for the rest of the game, and you're like, "Are you the main yep. baddie? I don't know." Like, what's yep. her face pops up throughout the game uh frau uh angle angle yeah angle yeah, yeah. so yeah. she pops up a couple of times and mashed her face into the prison no problems there uh she Fuck hates yeah. me obviously for things i did to her, her Ooh, sweet yeah. little her little man toy but and Death's you, head... you probably you probably know from what you've seen of your housemate playing that that's not the last you see of her either oh yeah no i like from the marketing Ooh. for wolfenstein New oh Warner, the marketing true yeah Colossus, i should say she's everywhere <laughs> She um, gets but, better and worse in the in the same breath there. That's the thing, though. Like, even when you first meet her on that train carriage, like, she was mm-hmm. immediately engaging. Like, when she's was making it, you pick through the photos. Oh, do you know what it reminded me of? What's you, that? You've seen Inglorious Bastards, haven't you? Yeah, 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 yeah. Like, the very start of Inglorious Bastards. I mean, the with, game, um, these games feel very Inglorious Bastards. 
It really does, doesn't it? And that's why I think I like them so much, is that it definitely has that, you know, pulpy, shootery vibe to it that um, that Inglorious Bastards had as well. But it also has that like that narrative weight behind it as well, it which has, is really great. This game has heart. And again, yes. I'm, I'm so surprised that it does. Yep. The, um, the way it sort of develops so the relationship between Blaskowitz and Anya is mm-hmm. nice. And when you get to the hideout and meet, you meet the rest of the cast of characters, and then in like the second or third last mission, you have to watch several of them die. Oh, it's just like, yeah. oh god, I didn't, I didn't need this from my Nazi shooting game. Good god. Mm-hmm. Yep. And man, it, 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 they double down on that in, in two as well, which is awesome. Yeah, um, so good. I wasn't sure if it was like because only. I only saw... I got, like, a special cutscene for one of the characters that died. I'm not sure if they all had... Because I know you could occasionally, when you went back to the hideout between missions, they had little side missions you could do for them. Like, I found a, found a ring for someone. I found yeah. all of Max's toys and all that. Toys. Yep. Yep, yep, uh, yep. And I had this... You found that... The, the weird nightmare? Yeah, I did the real weird nightmare. Yep. Um, very cool. But I kind of wish there was something for it at the end. But, oh well. Yeah. Yeah, it was just like them going, oh, look what we put in there. Um, Even if it had yeah. at least unlocked, unlocked like, the regular shotgun for you. I don't know. Something. Oh, that'd be cool, yeah. But uh, I guess, if anyone doesn't know, like, basically the nightmare is you play through a stage of the OG Wolfenstein, which is very cool. Like It's the very first stage, I believe. Yes, and you get, like, the music mm. and all that. The only thing that's different mm-hmm. is some, your all, everything with your character is modern, but, like, all the enemies are the same little... Mm-hmm. pixels sprite based monstrosities and they all, uh, all the... move in weird angles yeah. yeah uh the little ammo and pickups and all that all look like hd but the rest of it is pretty much spot on including a lot of the little shortcuts and all the little like secrets you can go find if you remember where they yep. were in the original game which is again very cool uh, i hear it's expanded upon in new colossus <laughs> oh it certainly is yeah, so um and it's I'm looking awesome forward to it i'm looking forward to yeah. that part of it uh, yeah, but yeah, as I said, so circle back around. The cast has the story has heart. I watched a character die. It was horrible. It was the um, the chick that talks to you when you're when you go to sleep. One of the one of the times you're back, and she comes up She's to you. Crazy in the one. Of the I'm not sure. I'd say that's the fair way to say. But yes, I, that's the one I'm talking about. <laughs> right. Yeah. Well. Yeah. Well, like the one that like is a little bit on edge constantly. Yeah. yeah. Yes. And yeah. Oh, yeah. And I, I didn't want to see her die, but I had to. So that was great. Nope. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, and I was. I also didn't need to see the full procedure for sucking that guy's brain out either. That's kind of burning my oh, retinas. Oh, oh, oh yeah, yeah. Oh. It's pretty. It's pretty brutal. This game when it wants to be, but I don't think it. It never fully like. It, it's not constant with that. So that those times that they do go balls to the wall with it, it's just like oh, it has that shock factor value as well in a good yeah, way. Yeah, definitely. Mm. Um. But yeah, so like, you do all that, you get to the end, and it just was so disappointing. Because like, man, fighting through that final Nazi stronghold, and mm-hmm. you just, it like, loads you up when you drop the sweet, weird bomb artifact on it, which you use on the bridge as well, which is, I don't even yep. know how to describe what it does, but it's cool. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yes. Like, a ball of harpoons that shoots and, like, attaches to the castle and then just twists and rips it apart. I don't know if that... It's not a great description, but that's the best I got. No, that's probably that's probably that's fairly accurate. Yeah, yeah. It that was it was wild, but 
then you get in there, you arms your teeth, and you you shoot through so many Nazis, and it feels so good. Mm-hmm. And then you mm-hmm. get to the final boss, you do the stuff with Wyatt, and you're like, oh, that hurt. And then you fight yep. Death's Head, and it's just it's just tedious. And it was part of where the game's really, I don't want to say bad movement, but Blaskowitz's inability to sometimes just mantle or like vault over objects is awful. Right. Yeah. No, that's that's a fair that's a fair um criticism for sure. Because the last the um, last fight against Death's Head, especially I don't know if you remember it, Joel. Do you remember it at all? I vaguely do. It's the one in the big square area and it gets destroyed and Yeah, as he's as he yeah. as you as the fight progresses he shoots more and hits more pipes and it fills with fire and smoke and it's hard to see anything. And you yep. just need to be basically constantly running when when he gets close mm-hmm. to you. And some of the maneuvers I was trying to pull off, Blaskowitz was like, no, I can't do it. Can't climb that. I'm like, okay, well, I guess I'll just die. I don't know. Yeah. But I do like, to, to go back to the gameplay, It I do like how it sort of rewards you for playing, like, say you're playing sneaky, like the, the perk tree, which is basically in this game, you unlock perks by achieving certain things, like, say, yes. stealth killing two commanders will, will unlock you a bonus, like more health, or you can you can carry more throwing daggers and stuff like that. And I just yeah, sort of liked, or, or how, like an ability, yeah. yeah, yeah. I liked how that sort of rewarded you for doubling down on how you wanted to play. That was mm-hmm. very cool. Like it sort of encouraged yeah. me to like because I was going sneaky. It had plenty of rewards for me. Absolutely. I, only did, I wanted to get all the trees, but for some reason, I don't know if it was just bad luck. But once you start using the Tesla grenades. I just couldn't get the two kills with one grenade. Like, it just... They were oh. like, I'm going to run away from this. I'm like, okay, okay cool. No. Bye. <laughs> You're smart, yeah. <laughs> you figured it out. Uh, but yeah, so I thought that was a really cool way to sort of reward the player for playing how they want. And... It's um, alongside the story, it's the other part of the, of the original game. And I I think it's carried through into the second one. It's, I think it's a little bit different than the second one from memory. Yeah. Um. But uh, but yeah, like it's it's very um, uh, it's a it's a cool way of dealing with things. It's it's almost like that Skyrim way of dealing things. It's like you play the game you want to play, and we'll level you up accordingly. Yeah. Mm. Uh, but yeah, it's it's a very good game. It does show its age a bit. Mm. Story well and truly holds up though. Uh, even if you just sure. play it, if if you're curious, like just play it on easy and just get yeah, have some fun killing some Nazis and get a good story. And then, I think if any if anything, the storylines <laughs> scarily more relevant now than yeah. maybe even more <laughs> so, which is not a great thing to say, but no, uh, but yeah, mm. I did, and Just I did. The world. I'm a sucker for that sort of like what if stuff, and yeah, it's like mm-hmm. what if the Nazis won World War Two, but also went to the moon? It's like all right, let's go, let's, yep. let's go to the moon and shoot lasers at Nazis. Why not? <laughs> Sign Fucking, me up. Oath, yeah, and oh man, Current, who is even better? It's I know, just, Joel, and that's why it, I wanted to pick yeah. it up for ten bucks, but I missed it. Yeah, but it's good now that you've got like, like even more context going into that's the true. second one now. That was that was also why I decided in the end I was like, well, even if I had have gotten New Colossus for ten bucks, like I haven't played the first one, and it's only seven dollars yep. eighty or whatever it was on PSN right yep. now. Yeah, so I just sunk the money and went for it. And yeah, I need to go back through and play um the old blood as well i need to play that and I mean, check out the um expansions for two but old blood's gone real cheap right now as well yeah but isn't it not as Maybe good because it it's like a 1.5 sort of dealio uh, i kind of yeah it's like another it's a side character set um sort of uh 
story. It's like a self-contained story, but it's, I think it's happening concurrently at the same time, which is okay. the same thing. Um, it's, it's, it's happening yeah. alongside, um, <laughs> fucking double down on that. Nice one. Um, good work. Yeah. I can, I do words good. Um, yeah, it's running at the same time as, uh, what's happening with BJ at a certain oh, point in the game. I think. Okay. All right, cool. I, I don't from know. Memory I just, from what I read. I just mm. remember hearing people not liking it as much. But I mean, it could have just simply been at the time because they wanted New Colossus, like a sequel. And it yeah. took, it took a yeah. while to get here, but it sounds like it was worth the wait. Oh, yeah. And I haven't, because I haven't played New Colossus, but I know parts of it. When mm-hmm. the chick at the end was like bouncing around in that body armor, I'm like, I'm having that. <laughs> oh, mm, yep. <laughs> Man, Kyron, the start of Wolfenstein 2 is fucking insanity and it's so great and it just gets even crazier for, like it, does, it doesn't it does slow down and it's so good i'm excited <sighs> for that but i do gotta say like the end of new order if i had finished this game back in the day and that's the ending i got i would be pretty bummed out because it's nothing yep yep it's and- it's, it's like that classic like you, you won the battle but you haven't won the war you lost the war or sort of vibe I was Basically. like, I need, I need something more than this, but like, it, and it's, e- it's gonna be easier for me rolling straight into New Colossus in like hopefully a week or two, but yeah, I don't know, like it sort of left me a bit flat, and I think it was probably combined with how disappointing the final boss was. It sort mm-hmm. of just sucked a lot of the excitement out of me because the build up just before all of that is so good. You go yep. back to your hideout, you got to fight through all the Nazis, people die, you're trying to save the people you care about, and then yeah, mm-hmm. from there it just sort of tumbles down a bit which is a bummer but overall still a good game it's just it does yeah. show its age oh absolutely um but you know what yeah, doesn't 100%. It's... what mick gordon soundtrack fucking so oh mick gordon the master i'll play anything that bethesda does that has mick gordon attached have you played like, prey I, I, I haven't i was about to say i haven't played prey i played the demo so i played some of it it's got a sweet man, soundtrack Oh, just and and such a different soundtrack, but like, yes, fuck man, like I've got to go back and finish Doom, I, but I just want to go back and finish Doom so I can actually listen to the full soundtrack without like, you know, going all oh, spoilers about music. Um, but yeah, like it's fucking anytime you just hear that just epic guitar just kick in and it's just oh. Again, that was it, one of the parts that just sort of got me in the mood for that last stage as well. Like, the guitar really does kick in. I was like, all mm-hmm. right, let's, let's turn some Nazis into some, like, fine red p- dust with my laser rifles. Yeah. Ooh, <laughs> Satisfying. Yeah. Feels good. But... Fucking be- best shotguns in the game. Like, uh, like, like in the, the video games oh, game. Oh, man. I, I guess I should probably talk Ooh. about the weapons a bit. Like... Right. So... I honestly am a sucker. I was a sucker for like the base assault rifles. Yeah, true. Especially when you get the rocket launcher attachments for them. Mm. Then they were really good. That there's just oh man. And just being able to dual wield. Yes. Like that was such a thing, especially at the time. And I d I don't think many games have done it since, really. Um, except for Wolfenstein 2. But like um yeah, being able to dual wield, that was such a it's such a, a love letter to like old school video game, like those like FPS games. Yeah. Where it was like dual wielding was like the thing. It's like, whoa, you can have two guns. Oh my God, that's so cool. And so for them to actually put that in the game and for it to actually work and still feel kind of balanced, 
was uh, impressive. And again, you do just you just sometimes feel like a badass when you've got the two shotguns equipped, like the big oh. ones with like the ricochet bullets, and you turn a corner into like a corridor full of Nazis, and you are mm. all dying. Like you are just going to get you, shredded. You don't even have to aim. You just no. start pulling the triggers. You're like, I don't care. It's gonna hit you. <laughs> like at some point, it's oddly um, satisfying. Um, but yeah, you do, you do know. You probably remember from when I was talking about it too. But like you know, the, in two, you can mix, mix up and match. Yeah. Oh. That just elevates dual wielding to another thing. Like I, I having like the yeah assault rifle shotgun combo. It was just the fucking best. Oh boy. Honestly, there were times when I had that sort. Like obviously, you can't mix and match completely. But mm. there were fights where I had my two ARs and one had rockets and one was just like in regular yeah. fire mode. Like yeah, even just little yep. things like that. Like the game is fun. I'll give it that. It's such a good game. I re- I really love I I love what Machine Games have done with that series, and I am. So invested in it now, and yeah. I. Uh, so, current. Here's the question: You're gonna jump in with me? Hopefully, you will play two by then as well. You're gonna jump in with me for um? We'll play through co-op. Uh, what's the? Oh, I can't remember what it's called. Oh shit! I forgot about that. Yeah, I'll jump in. The co-pilot's the VR one. It's yeah. I never one you mean. I can't remember his name, but yeah, I'll jump in. I'll look in. it up. It's uh, yeah, man. I'm I'm so excited for that. But uh, yeah, fun. no. I'm I'm so happy that you you enjoyed it. I finally played it. I finally did it. <laughs> it took me a few years to get there. Of like so good. seeing it on sale all the time, going, I should really buy that game. I don't really have time. And honestly, my plan was to like, I was like, look, I'll just play it. I'll I'll play some Octopath this week, and then in my downtime, play Wolfenstein. But yep. Octopath didn't happen. I just had to. I just had to kill Nazis and get to the credits, which I did. It's done now. It's so I'm, oh man, it's such a nice feeling. Yeah, it was good. It was not. It was also nice to finish a game that helped. But yeah, man, I just, um, machine games. The, way to go! Absolutely, yep. Uh, the co-op uh, pseudo sequel is called uh, Wolfenstein Youngblood. Of course, it's called Youngblood. That makes so much sense yep. now. Yep, and it's set in the eighties. Man, I'm so keen for <laughs> Nazi occupied eighties. Let's fucking roll. Like who? That's. Th- who even knows oh. when Wolfenstein 3 is going to be set? Who knows? Oh, man. We've got to fight Mecha Hitler at some point. Like, Mecha that's... Hitler has to happen. It'll probably happen it has in, to happen. in like, Youngblood. No, they're saving that for 3, man. That's the final battle. All right, all right. That's, that, I, I, hope that's the, I hope they don't waste it in Youngblood, honestly. I hope that they do 3 and make it like the Wolfenstein trilogy. And that, 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 that's the final battle. Like You're leading up to fighting Mecha Hitler. They have that's... to do it. A... Have to do it right though, because the Death's Head mecha battles sucked. So yeah, I don't know. Yeah, yeah, I guess. With 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 more time under their belts, maybe they can make it better. Like, yeah, they've probably, probably learned a lot over these two games. But yeah, just I, I can't really stress how much that fight just didn't do anything for me. The first phase was okay, like shooting the blimps to stop him from being able to power his shield. Then you oh, had yeah. to go down into that room and fight him. It was just ugh. Yeah. Ugh. Frustrating, but anyway, yeah, game's still good. Yeah, it was, yeah, it was rough, but it's yeah, like you said, uh, like I said, the um, the story is the thing that sh- shines the, the most about that game. I, it I gets better, Kyron. I'm almost, I almost <gasps> worry I'm praising it too much, but I really enjoyed the story of a new of a new order. So yeah, no, Kyron, it gets so much better stop, too. Stop. I'm gonna try and play it. I'm gonna pick it up on the sale and try to play it soon. It's so fucking good. Um. God, I can't wait. I, this has been really great because, like, we've had like a few weeks of me talking about Kingdom Hearts, 
and you saying, oh, oh my God, Karen, oh my God, Joel, I can't wait. I can't wait for you to get to this part. I can't wait. It's, it was, it's nice to have a, a, a role reversal this week where I'm just like, Karen, I can't wait for you to play Wolfenstein 2. Let's go. Um, that's been fun. You got to do one before you get to two. You got to earn it. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Especially with something like that, like with, especially with those, both those games, even, you know, the jokes about Kingdom Hearts and it being, you know, super convoluted and whatnot. But, um, I, I still feel, I was like, look, I might as well, if I'm going to do this right, because I was in for three, I'm like, I'm going to play three regardless, but I've got time. I haven't got any really big releases at the moment that are like striking me that I need to pick up. So it was sort of like a like perfect time and place sort of situation. And I'm glad I did, honestly. But, um, and again, with Wolfenstein 2, going into, uh, Wolfenstein, like going into 2, having that already emotional attachment from the first game is going to elevate it even more for you, which is awesome. I mean, yeah, that was another thing. I wanted to respect the story because, again, the yep. story is the biggest part of New Colossus. I see getting praised. So I, yep. I, I felt like I would be doing it a disservice if I hadn't at least played the New Order first. So I rectified that. And now I'm ready. Yep. Just everything about it. Like, the, the art style of the whole thing, um, as dated as it might be, but, like, finding like all the records and stuff and, and reading about all the, the extra lore elements were really interesting about that world uh, uh, and, and the the situation it's in. Yeah, I will say the visuals are dated. And again, you can tell it was also running on PS3. Uh, mm-hmm. The cutscenes are pre-rendered, so the swap to those was sometimes a bit jarring. Yes. Texture-wise, boy, it was weird to see some textures where like folders and pens were like flat as a texture. I'm like, oh. Yep. Yep. Oh, I thought we were past this. But, <laughs> but the, my justification for that too is like, it's a throwback shooter. It's that it's, it's, a it's authentic. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's supposed to be like that. All right. All right. Fair that enough. That was the justification. Yeah. It's uh... no, it's supposed to be, it's Wolfenstein, man. Like, <laughs> but yeah. yeah, this is surprising amount of, well, not, I hear, again, I, I keep saying, I'm going to keep saying this. I hear there's a lot more variety in new Colossus, but I was pretty happy with the places I visited in the first game as well. Yeah. Like fighting obviously back in the original World War Two and you've got like the asylum, sneaking through like uh the gate, all up all the way up to like yep. going into the Atlantic Ocean underwater and doing all that yep. crazy stuff and like going to the moon on the, the surface first time of the you moon. See, the first time you see a Panzer Hunt as well. Yeah. Like, oh fuck. Uh, <laughs> like when you when you blow up the bridge and you've got to sort of make your way across that mess. Yep. Yeah, like there's, there's, yeah, oh, I, I was surprised with the variety there. And then, of course, the castle at the end for like perfect. But I'm ready for you new get a storm castle Wolfenstein, yeah. Of course you do. Yep. So good. But, so good, Kyle. What else have you played this week? So, honestly, not a lot else. The, I've been playing some No Man's Sky next, but I'm going to save that for next week. Awesome. What I will say, Joel, is I'm really enjoying it. That's what I hear from a lot of people. Like, the game still has some issues, and I'm sure they'll, they're going to continue patching it going forward, but I'm so happy that Hello Games stuck with this and got this update out, because it's almost a completely different experience. The simple joys that I have had from just flying with my friends, like, just next to me, like, just lined up and, like, jumping across systems or, like, entering hyperspace and all that is just, it's wonderful. It's, that's awesome it's, and the visual improvement is huge i'm really enjoying that third person cameras are great gestures just 
yeah, it's more engaging, and I'm so happy that it's you know been improved. But I will talk more about that next week when I've had some more time with it. Hopefully, I'll um we'll try and schedule some time for me to to jump in with you, and we'll we definitely have to schedule some time for you to jump in. <laughs> yeah, because I've downloaded it again. I, I if you follow me on Twitter, you would have seen my my response to you were saying something <laughs> about it. Yep, me just saying fine. I guess I'll download it again. God damn straight. Um, yeah. So it's uh, sitting there ready to go. I haven't booted it up yet. Nice. But apart from that, on the very same day, like I think it was, I woke up the next morning to two notifications. It was you saying um, No Man's Sky Next was out. Oh no, you were saying Hammond was out for Overwatch. And then I also mm-hmm. had a, not- a notification saying that Next was out. So yep. I also spent a little bit of time messing around with Wrecking Ball in the new, like the new Overwatch Hero. And yes. I think you have a little bit, but not heaps. Karen, I've spent enough time with him to know that I to, to buy a new skin for him that cost nice. me a thousand what you, credits. What did you pick? Um, it's the 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 bottom one, the blue and pink one, the uh, so you, the, the yeah, punk you, rocky one. You picked the right choice. That's his best. Of course, skin. yeah, absolutely, the best one of a lot of them. Can't remember yeah. what it's called, but Neither is it I. like may mayhem? I think it's mayhem. called mayhem. I think it's mayhem. Yeah, yeah. Which uh, uh, another reason why I bought it because I'm like, it's a fucking great pun. I'm in. Let's go. It is. Um, um, but yeah, yeah so, so yeah, Wrecking Ball's available. He's the new tank. We talked a bit about his mechanics, I think, when he was announced. Mm-hmm. So I don't want to touch on that too much. I just want to touch on a hilarious thing that happened. And you can see the video on my Twitter account because I tweeted it out. Yep. I jumped in the players in, in Arcade. And yep. it was a it was a payload on Iconvold, so that was cool. Yep. I, roll, I roll up to the payload and no no joke, but the play that I saw and everyone was doing it was just fire your grappling hook under the payload and just swing around it and make a blender. Yep. And it Karen, was the most fun I've had. I I have never captured the first point in Hanamura as quickly as I did when I had <laughs> a team with four with four wrecking balls, I think a sombra and a mercy and Man. we fucking blizzard lost the match. Didn't win the match, but that first point, I'm so sad that I forgot to save the, the clip because there was a, literally one point where the four wrecking balls got into that into the point, fired onto the bell, and just went went at it. Oh, and I didn't even think of the bell. Yep, yep. My my play to get in there, I was like, all right, let's just see. So I rolled around the right hand side, fired yep. at the when I got to the gate, I fired at the the, the um the overhang of the gate, swung myself forward and landed literally at the foot, like at the entrance of the point, rolled in, started swinging around. By that time, some of my other teammates had come in. Everyone was focusing on me. They all dropped back from the gate and I got killed. But at that point, there were two other wrecking balls that had already rolled in and I think of Mercy as well. And then before I knew it, Mercy's reviving me and I was like, let's go. And it was just chaos. Like Sombra kept trying to sneak in and just clipping on us and just getting knocked out. And then um, they had an Ana trying to put us to sleep. <laughs> and every time they put us to sleep, there'd be no one else around to do damage. To, like, so she'd shoot me once I'd wake back up and I'm like, and grapple back. And I'm back in the loop. <laughs> uh, and then she'd like try and get as close as possible to keep like throwing like the, um, her like splash damage grenades. Um, but every time she'd step that one foot too close and boom, out, she's gone. The, um, the sound and just the, just the, the feeling of like, Bonking an enemy and knocking You're it back is just great. I was giggling so much. And I have to say, I'm excited to see what 
I mean, we don't know for sure, but like, we have to wonder if Blizzard will be will be considering what they could do with future stages now that Hammond is here. I believe there was a there was a uh, and someone they were talking about that. Some of the devs were talking about that this week, saying that they're not going to restructure any of the existing maps, but going forward, it's going to be a factor. Because like his, um, that that it. grapple and swing, it opens up just so many fun options for mm-hmm. getting around. I love it. Seeing parts of maps that you've seen over and over again that you've never seen before, like yeah, just like random roofs and like oh man, just yeah, so much fun. And then like swinging yourself up into the air and just like crashing down and knocking people oh, flying. Yeah. And when you just decide to throw out your mines as well. Yep. Oh man, the fuck it. There was one on um because I was I haven't played it since a whole bunch of these updates have happened. So I actually played um Rialto like legitimately oh, okay, yep. in, in um arcade it's cool it's, it's a cool, cool map. map yeah have you played um, the new but... um horizon like lunar colony oh no i haven't that map is complete like it's it's the same map but it's they have improved it visually like tenfold okay cool awesome all right i'll have to check that out maybe let's go for a wander through there later it's it's worth but... it it's yeah. I mean, man, Wrecking Ball is so much fun. I like yeah. legitimately think I don't need another tank. I have two already, but but man, I I I guess I'm I guess I'm a tank support player now. That's that's my role. That's what I do. Um, you are I, yeah. You're tank flex. <laughs> yeah, that's me, hundred percent. But um, I almost went and bought like I saw that the Blizzard gear store had released a Hammond shirt as well, <laughs> and I'm like. I could, I could, but I didn't. And I'm probably not going to, but I want to. Uh, shout out also to Hammond for having some of my favorite emotes as well. I love oh, his, yeah. like his fix one. That one's so good. Yep. Uh, um, and, and, uh, he's, he's, uh, highlight intros as well. The one where he's running on it. Yes. Have you seen that one? Oh, yeah, yeah. God. So good. Uh, and he also has, of course, his wonderful victory pose, the peace one where he mimics Diva. Yep. So uh, good. A, I'm so glad that uh, that Blizzard were like, what if we just made the next hero a weird little hamster in a mech? It's like, okay, sure, why not? Yep. Like, it paid off, because oh. this guy's great. Uh, um, Question, does he talk? No, he has a robot to communicate for him. Oh, Fuck excellent. yeah. <laughs> Let's go. Let's go. But um, but yeah, seeing, like, you were talking about the mines before, his ultimate. Like, seeing, because I was, again, playing in arcade as well, just seeing, like, four Hammonds rolling around and everyone getting their ultimate <laughs> at the same time and it just becoming a literal minefield. Yeah. <laughs> and then seeing people get bounced around in it and then you getting <laughs> bounced around and you're like, this is great. I'm having a ball. Yeah, uh, pun intended. Good one. Yep. Nailed it. Yes. Oh. But yeah. Yeah. He makes me... Yeah. I Because I mean, it's been a while since I've really considered going back to Overwatch. Uh, but Wrecking Ball might bring me back so I definitely want to do my placements for this competitive season. I think just I like to as well. Yeah, firing up and playing as Wrecking Ball was a lot of fun. Oh yeah, yeah. No, I fuck. He's good. He is. Oh my god. And just seeing all the other change, it's it's good too. Like having a break from a game like a like a games of service game like this for a, a little while. Not not ages, but like coming back to it after there's been like two or three pretty significant updates. It's like oh cool like. Oh, this this feels fresh again. Like it's it's nice to come back into seeing yeah. the layout of all the heroes and like the couple of new maps and and um and things like that were really interesting. Um, did you get a chance to have a go at um new Sombra yet? 
new summer. What's changed about her now? Isn't it? She has that gone live yet? The her invincibility. I didn't check actually. Good, good question. I, that was the thing because all the te- in arcade, all the teams that I played with were either like at least three wrecking balls, uh, and like like at least one sombra, always. What the fire? And so I was out. like, maybe that that update went live as well. I I'm mean, not sure, but to be fair, like sombra also has a great time with wrecking balls because once you're hacked. Mate, you can't do much as wrecking. Yeah, you, can you can't shoot, do it. That's about it. Yep, you're you're a sitting duck basically. I I had a sombra um, who had a field day when we were all like attached. Like my team of like four wrecking balls was on the payload, just like being a blender essentially. Yep. And a sombra came and did like her EMP, and we all just sort of yep. went chunk, just stopped, and we're like, oh god. Yep. We had a we that, had a plan. <laughs> that happened to us in um in Hanamura as well, but everyone just sort of went, oh fuck, and then immediately turned towards the Sombra who didn't have her cloak ready. And she was like, oh, oh guys, I'm so sorry. And we were just unloaded. <laughs> it's like, I've made a terrible mistake. Yeah. She's like, yay, I did it. Oh, oh. no. <laughs> Amazing. And then we waited the extra three seconds and connected back to the bell and kept going. Oh, so good. But yeah, that's, that's about all I've been playing though, Joel, honestly. Awesome. Awesome. But uh, um, what about you? Yeah, well... Uh, okay, let's start off with, you know, the obvious thing here. I've been playing more Kingdom Hearts 2. Yes, I have taken have, a bit of a... I have, yeah, dude. Oh, man. I've taken a little bit of time off it, though. I took a little bit of a break to play a few other different things. Um, mainly Enter the Gungeon more, because hot damn am I in love with that game. It's I like just... the idea of taking <sighs> a break to play a game you've played a million hours of already. Oh, yeah, yeah, absolutely. But it, it's... Especially being on the Switch, it's just... it's. It's my perfect, I don't know what to play game, I will play this. So if I'm sitting on the couch, I'm just watching TV, or Ash is, you know, playing something or watching TV, and I, like, you know, I don't want to be like, I don't want to like jump on the TV or anything like that. She's watching um, Project One Way or whatever, which I've been getting sucked into a little bit as well, I must admit. Um, but yeah, I'll sit here and play Enter the Gungeon, and it's it's just, and with the new update, man, it's... If you own a Switch, buy Into the Gungeon. Like, it's just a really good buy. It's, it's, I would say, I don't think it's any more than like $22. It's, I think it's on sale at the moment as it's well. On and sale it's sale for like a ridiculous price. Yeah. Like, seriously, it's just a great game. I think they're called Dodge Roll, I think is the, the guys that made it, which is appropriate. Um, cause it's a mechanic in the game. So, um, yeah, no, you definitely, it's such a great game. I really enjoy it. Uh, and it's good to just sort of kick back on the couch and play and just not think about. I, I've not got any closer to getting to the end. I've discovered a few different things. I was talking to one of my friends about it the other day who um, I think I spoke about last week saying that uh, he, um, I, I was excited that he picked it up, but I was talking to him about it and he was telling me about some new secrets and things like that or that I didn't realize you could do. So I've accessed like certain different areas, like uh, different zones and things like that as well. Been trying to figure out how to get into these other areas and like, I'm learning more about the game and it's it still feels fresh. Um, and especially with that big update. So, But yeah, like I said, I've been playing Kingdom Hearts a little bit. Uh, I sort of jumped back in again last night after about three or four days off it. Um, and powered through a whole bunch more. So I've I've now been to... I've been to Space Paranoids and hung out with Tron, which was fucking awesome. So cool. I love it. I got to... I love I the Tron world. Oh, 
that's so cool. I got to ride light bikes, and it just makes so much sense. And and like the oh man, Tron as a character as well is like perfect. And the, the master control programs there, and like getting in there, I I had no idea it was coming. And I'm like oh, there's a computer. Oh, we need to access the files. Oh yeah, cool. I was wasn't even thinking about Tron whatsoever. And then like they're like oh, as soon as it, like the beam came out, and we started getting like de-raised into the get in, in, into the program. As soon as I saw that line, like, scanning across, I'm like, it's fucking Tron, let's go. Let's go. Like, I guess to be fair, like, why would you even think Tron? Like, what would, like, it's such a random thing to be in there, but it just works. Yeah, exactly. Uh, And, yeah, it works really well. But, like, um, the funny thing is, though, like, I remember hearing that Tron was, like, there was a Tron stage, like, world in the game. But this is a constant thing that I have. With the Kingdom Hearts series, I remember things from either uh, you and our group of friends talking about it, or seeing pictures, or seeing you play it as well. Like, I remember worlds, but I don't remember them immediately. As soon as I get there, I'm like, "Oh, of course it's in this game! Oh my god, yes!" But it's still exciting, so it still feels new, um, which is really great. It's a great oh, just Kingdom Hearts Two is so great. It is, and I love it so much. I got, yeah, to, I got uh... to hang out with Simba and like Timon and Pumbaa and it was just oh. I know you don't like the Disney likes of that for that particular world but I do really like yeah. that world. Yeah, I love the world. Love the world. The fact that you get to be a fucking lion. Yeah. And like run around and then like when you get like the um the charge ability and you can like drift around corners. That's so cool. It's awesome. The movement in those games is just on point when you get to two. Obviously one is that's this is another reason I wanted to play two like after one, because once you play two, it's so hard to go back to the first one. Yeah, no, I'm I'm glad I did it that way. Um, and yeah, I'm gonna I, I've decided I'm gonna take a break from Kingdom Hearts just a little bit after I finish two. I mean, that's fair. Like um, you basically like shotgunned them back to back. Oh yeah, I literally like I finished one and woke up the next. I know finished one, went to work, came home, started two. I was like, yep, cool, all right, straight like, in. It was like a six sure. hour gap. I'm pretty sure doctors would recommend against that sort of like like Final Fantasy Disney dosage. It's pretty high. Nah, nah it's good. It's ah. fine. I got to sing part of all a uh, part of your world with Ariel the other day, and I I'm hate happy that about stage. it. I like it. Can I just I say quite like my it. happiest moment from the Kingdom Hearts three trailer was seeing that Ariel's a summon. Is a summon? Like, <laughs> yes. Thank God we're not going through this again. <laughs> um. Yeah. Good point. But I, I like, yeah, I'm just happy that there was, there's musical numbers in there as well. Like, that's that's what I, I, I was hoping for, and I, I got it. I would have liked it for maybe, like, Halloween Town, but, you know, that's just me. Halloween Town was still awesome, though. It's still awesome. to go to Christmas Town. Heck yeah. Gotta go to Christmas Town. Hang out with Santa Claus. Sandy Claus. I, 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 I believe you mean Sandy Claus. Yeah, fucking Sandy Claus. Um... Yeah, no, I like. I'm not going to talk much more about Kingdom Hearts two. I will bring it back up again once oh, I finished not, it. You, you get you have to talk about one more thing because I want to talk about how awesome it is. Okay, you, uh, and I, I was you've seen the design of Sephiroth in Kingdom Hearts two. Fuck yep. No, okay, good call. Yes, how, holy shit. First of all, how cool is he? Second of all, how ridiculous is he? <laughs> oh, but ridiculous! So many feathers. And they're all got, blue. He has like wings on his legs, for God's sake. Yeah, but he yeah. just looks cool. But it, you know what? It kind of makes sense for a from a character center point of view. 
because then he sort of flies away, and I'm like, well, with one wing, I guess that makes life hard. He's a one-winged angel, man. I know, just... I know, I know, but like having them on these legs, it's, I don't know. But yeah, it still looks, holy shit, he looks awesome. And the stuff that he says as well, in the, the five minutes that I've seen him on screen, it's been great. Yeah, I do absolutely recommend when you finish a game, like doing the Sephiroth fight for the cutscene you get at the after that. Oh, how hard is it though? It's pretty tough. Like you have to be a pretty high level, but I think it's okay. what gets you like the best Keyblade in the game, which is uh, like, okay. Cloud Strife's one. And it was after oh. I got it, it was like all I used. But yeah, he has a lot of health, but he's not as bad as he is in the first one. In the first one, he's bullshit. In the yeah, second one, he's way he's way more beatable. Bullshit. There's an amazing shot because, like, uh, uh, Kingdom Hearts spoilers, Kingdom Hearts 2 spoilers. Scroll, who cares? Um, but there's a part where, like, because you come back to Hollow Bastion and Cloud's there and just being his old cheery self. Um, just being I, know people, just a... I know people rag on Cloud, but fuck, I love Cloud. Oh, I love him. Don't get me wrong. But Barrel of Laughs. I mean, just. I mean, mate. What, he's what, been... what... I don't know. Shit, I don't know. How, I don't know how it works in Kingdom Hearts. Like, in, at least in his games, you're like, oh, he's seen some shit. From what I can tell, in Kingdom Hearts One, he's just mopey because he's Cloud. I'm like, did you, did you go for all the experiences? Because I played Birth by Sleep, and I know that Zach's in that. Did you watch your best friend die oh. in this world? Aerith's still alive, and so she haven't, yeah, you haven't say, watched. You haven't watched her die. Why it, are you so Aerith, mopey, dude? <laughs> Aerith is still there, and she wants to hang out with you. And you're like, no, I don't want to. I've got things to talk. do. And you're like, do you know? Have you not? Seen what happens? Like, come on, come on. make the most uh, of the time you've got. I'm so scared <laughs> that they're going to kill Aerith in Kingdom Hearts Three. Just so we're clear. Yeah, look, look, that's probably going to happen. Um, it's probably it's probably not much of a spoiler to reveal to you, but like even when you do the Sephiroth stuff, it's like it's not over yet. You're like, okay, all right, mm. it'll, it'll, they'll finish it in the trilogy in, in Kingdom Hearts Three. I'm assuming that storyline will wrap up, but it's just like. <laughs> It's got got, got no, bad vibes. Got bad. They vibes. won't. They won't do it on screen. What they'll do is everyone will get returned to their worlds, and like Cloud will just sort of wake up, and he's like, "Oh, I can't wait to go tell." Air- oh wait, no. This is the point in in the timeline now where all of that's happened, and he remembers everything, and then he's like, oh, "That's why I'm a miserable bastard." <laughs> that's <laughs> well, what's gonna I- happen. I get to. I already get to look forward to watching that happen in the, in the HD version eventually. So I mean, when they probably do it in Kingdom Hearts 3, that'll just be chipper. <laughs> oh, God. Fuck. But yeah, Kingdom Hearts 2, it's still... I, I stand by my, my tweet that uh, it's more and more becoming one of my favourite games of all time. It's very good. Um, it's just great, and I just cannot wait for 3. Um, but I am going to take a break after it, because I picked up Assassin's Creed Origins for $20, so I'm going to probably play that. I mean, once you once you beat two, the only ones I'd recommend playing are um, Birth by Sleep and Dream Drop Distance. I don't know, like I honestly don't think like Birth by Sleep is sort of shorter because basically you've got to play through the story of three characters. Okay, they all have their own endings and like their own mini journeys. So I I think each of those is shorter. So I don't think you've got another Kingdom Hearts two in spot there. Dream Drop Distance is a bit longer. Because it is, okay. it is, man, it's an impressive game. I still can't believe that thing ran on 3DS. Yeah, it is, yeah. It, it is very Kingdom Hearts 2, but it isn't. It also isn't as long. Okay, all right. Well, yeah, I, I'm, they're, they're the two that are on my 
checklist to check off. And once I've done, I, I, once I've done those, hopefully I'll, I'm, I will not hopefully, but like in the meantime, while I'm waiting for three, I might go back and try out the other ones Wait. as well. Well, first you're gonna play. You've also gonna play the <laughs> final okay. chapter prologue, whatever it is. Oh, the, the like fragmentary passage. Yeah, two point eight. Super happy fun time remix. We play edition. as Aqua, and you. I was excited for Kingdom Hearts three. I want to be clear. Like I was always excited, but of when course. I played that demo at PAX, I was just like, "Holy shit, let's go!" Like if this is how, <laughs> if this is how Kingdom Hearts three is gonna play. Let's go. Let's do this right okay. now. Give it to me. I'll I'll wait. You can make it as I play it. I don't care if I can only play like an hour. I have to wait like a month for another hour of gameplay. I just if that oh, it's so good. I can't wait to play Kingdom Hearts three. Speaking of, Kyron, we yes. might get to play Kingdom Hearts three at PAX. Fuck Joel, you are right. I did that. That thought just Fuck. occurred to me. I'm like, Kingdom that's Hearts like, three is gonna be there. That's destination. Oh. Joel, is yeah. that Destination 1 or a Smash like and plays Ridley? I don't know. Kyron, it's got... I, it's I honestly think... It's I'm going to say Kingdom Hearts. <laughs> it's Kingdom Hearts. I'm, on, I'm in. I'm on. The, I'm 100% committed now. Like, I'm sorry, Smash. Smash will get to. that. We'll get to that. That's, That's fine. like Destination and, 2. Yeah, exactly. And that, unless, that comes out like a month later anyway. Like, unless Death May Cry 5 is there. Ooh. There's a lot of possibilities, but Kingdom Hearts 3, like if it's there, like, oh man, hitting that up immediately. Fuck, that's on my list of things to do as well. As Devil May Cry. Mm. Oh boy. Um, those, anyway. those are shorter, at least. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And like, yeah, it's gonna be. Yeah, I've got no problems with that. I'll, I'll power through those. Um, but yes, apart from Kingdom Hearts two and Into the Gungeon, I've also been playing a new game that I've been sort of keeping my eye on since. Uh, I believe it was E three. It was announced. It might have been one of the Nintendo Nindy streams. I don't know. Anyway, is a an adult sim uh, published game called Pool Panic. Um, and look, do yourself a favor, pause this episode, go and watch the trailer for Pool Panic, and then come back because then you'll know what kind of like crazy drug trip. Actually, you won't you won't know exactly what kind of crazy drug trip I've been no. on with this game so far, but you'll get a bit of a taste of it. Um, it's weird. It looks uh, weird. It's so weird, but I kind of like it. It's it's like this weird. It has that weird sort of um, Rick and Morty like feel to it. Like it has that like unsettling roughness to everything about it. The designs um, seemed very reminiscent of reminiscent of Rick and Morty. Yeah, like so. Uh, if you haven't paused the episode and gone and watched that trailer, <laughs> if you don't know, um, Pool Panic is basically it's essentially a puzzle game uh, where you play like a a, a an animated pool cue ball in like a this weird world um and you wake up and you've got to just go around to different levels and beat tables to to unlock this giant spiraling thing that keeps coming out of the center of the ground in the middle of the world um but yeah it's like a series of stages i think there's like over a hundred uh from what i heard uh one of the the dot points on the uh on the description of the game and uh yeah it's so it's 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 cool you aim with the uh, right stick, I believe. No, sorry, left stick. So you can walk around the table. That's probably the biggest difference between normal pool and and this game is you can walk around the areas. Joel, and they start are you off telling on me actual... in in like regular pool, you can't just move a ball around freely. Nah, nah, nah. That's bullshit. And that's what makes. Yeah, I know. So you'll love pool panic then, Kyron. It's fine because <laughs> you can do it in that. Excellent. Um, 
and you do start off on like actual pool tables as such, uh, but then you get into like more varied uh, like locations, like swamps, or uh, there's a whole area based around like a campground where all the balls are like arrived on a bus and then rolled out of it. Like, and the way that they left the bus is like you know when you put coins into a pool table and you press it in the side and all the balls will roll down. Like, like they'll roll out the. The, uh, the 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 bottom slot where you pick the balls out, um, it basically does that, and it's really funny because I I sort of noticed that the way that they sort of moved, I'm like that's so great, um, but yeah, some of the balls have different uh, abilities and stuff as well. Like some of them, uh, the yellow ones will if you get too close to them and try and aim at them, they'll run away, um. And then same with like there's uh there's like these uh sort of like black balls as well that are like uh they'll they're looking really surly and angry and then every now and then they'll sort of start to look like for, forgive me for being a little crass here but it looks like they're taking your shit uh, I don't think it is but that's what it looks oh. like to me I know how dare I I'm sorry yeah gonna <laughs> earn that uh that explicit rating on iTunes um <laughs> and Jesus. and uh. Yeah, but uh, but when you if you like if you aim at him and hit him while he's doing like looking like he's taking a shit, um, he sort of like not explodes, but like has like a wave of energy that will like knock all the balls around him away. So you can use that to your advantage to try and get balls into holes as well, because that's the aim of the game here. Much um, like in pool, exactly. So you've got four goals essentially for each stage. It's, there's like a time one. So it, it basically you've got a time limit like to try and beat it within a specific time. If you do that, you get that trophy. Uh, and then you've got what's the other one? Uh, the amount of if you try and clear the clear the entire table, so knock off any balls that are, are available uh, before sinking the black one, um, like the traditional black ball. Um, you that you get that trophy, and then there's one for uh, not falling into a hole yourself which is really easy to do because I thought I was being really clever and like pushing balls towards holes before I actually like shot them up, like shot at them to try and get them in the yeah. hole. Um, no, I fall in the hole and you don't get that trophy then. Um, oh. you have to, re- you have to restart and you're like, all right, I'll restart the, restart the level. Uh, and there's also one for, um, what was the last one? Clearing all the balls. Time. Not falling in a hole, and there's another one as well. Joel. Oh, the amount the amount of shots, the amount of shots it oh, takes. So you you'll have a, like a shot limit. You'll have a shot limit per per time table as well, um, and you also have like a minimum amount of balls that you need to sink before you sink the black one. Um, so you don't have to clear the table. Uh, but yeah, uh, so like like I said, it it plays like you walk around using the right uh, the left thumbstick. You aim with the right thumbstick and then uh if you hover over a ball for long enough it'll do like a lock on basically and then what that means then is as long as you're holding the aiming down you can move freely around so if you lock onto a ball that's in like the the top left corner or something like that but you want to actually shoot it in a different like you want to shoot it right you can lock onto it and then sort of move up close to it and then get into a better position um so yeah it's really weird such a bizarre game I look. It's not amazing. It's not blowing me away, um, but it's fun at, at the very least. 
Um, yeah, I, I did do a, a level, I just got into like a snow area, um, and I did a, a level that basically played, I had to do, uh, you know, like ski free, you know, in like on like the old like DOS computers and stuff. Yeah, I remember the monster. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, the Yeti. So uh, he wasn't there, but like, oh, I think there Ooh. is one like, there is a ball like him hidden like, in the world, but um, but yeah, I had, I had to play that. Uh, and the reason why I had to keep replaying like the, the actual part of the level is because down the bottom there was like a podium of like third, second and first place and there were three balls on those. So if you beat that time, it would drop that podium down so you could knock that ball into the hole and add it to your count. So it was actually kind of fun. It does some weird mechanics and different things sometimes that sort of makes you rethink it's not just a straight-up pool game by any stretch of the imagination, but, I mean, if you like weird, interesting, different little indie games, check it out. Uh, it's got a very interesting art style. Um, okay, borderline unsettling, I think, is probably the best way to describe it. Um, but, yeah, no, it's it's decent. It's out on the Switch. I don't think it's out, if it's out on anything else. I think it's a Switch exclusive um, from memory. But, yes, that's Pool Panic. Um, and the last thing I wanted to talk about very, very briefly, because I haven't had a chance to go super hands-on with it just yet. Um, I made a big dumb purchase today, significantly less than what it originally was listed as. Um, Toys R Us at my, my local shopping center was closing, is closing down much like most Toys R Us stores, unfortunately, but, um, as since, you know, Toys R Us is gone (laughs) pretty much. Yeah. So, um, I had been keeping my eye on a game called Drop Mix, which is by Harmonix, the wonderful but wonderful people behind the original Guitar Hero game, and then went on to make uh, subsequent hits as Rock Band and um, a couple of Dance Central as well was them. So lots of very much uh, rhythm and music based games, which is really really cool. Uh, so Drop Mix uh, is a I guess a collectible card game in a way because you can collect like cards that have NFC chips in it and you buy this sort of big long board that has a little slot at the end for your phone or your tablet and you download this app and it connects to it via to the the, the pad via Bluetooth uh, and then the cards are like samples from songs like from popular songs um, so for instance the base deck that uh, I got with mine um, I think it's like the same deck, but it's the base deck comes with things like Heartbeat by Childish Gambino, which is oh, a nice fucking That's tune. A very yeah. Good song. Yeah. So I, I I I pulled the cards out and it was one of the ones that was on top and I was like, Oh, oh my god. That's um awesome. and it has the like the whole it has all of the instruments from the song, which I'll get to in a minute about um mechanics and stuff. But um but yeah, long story short, uh Toys R Us is selling all their stuff off. Uh, I knew that they were the only place like brick and mortar store in Australia you could buy drop mix. So I kept checking in there when they were having their closing down sale. Um, Cause it, it was originally you, you vulture. Uh, yeah, absolutely. hundred percent. I went in there three times today because I was trying to decide whether or not to buy it. <laughs> um, and, but yeah, like it, it, it like it's full prices. Uh, I think it's full shelf price was like $200. Probably oh. wouldn't pay. I probably wouldn't pay $200 for it. Let's just put that out there now. Um, I got it for half price, so I got it for ninety nine ninety nine. Um, and it's pretty, it's not easy to get anymore. Like it's, 
you can buy it on store uh, like Amazon Australia, I think has it. I think it only, it'll only run you about like 130, 140 on there, which is still pretty good. I'd say that's, that's not a bad price for it. Cause it does come with 60 cards and the deck itself, like the actual base deck thing as well. And the app it's, is free. You don't have to pay for the app or anything like that on top of it. I um, hope so. Yeah, exactly. Um, I did read a fun review that someone downloaded it going, this is shit, you have to buy like an extra thing for it. Oh, lucky I didn't have to pay for the game, but still, it would have been nice if I could have just paid it on my iPad. And I'm like, you're a, you're a fucking idiot. But anyway. Um, yeah, so the way Drop Mix works is you've got uh, these cards that have NFC chips in them. Um, and basically they have... Not a great have... idea. Not, not, a, not a great idea, but having seen this work in action now, with my own eyes and playing it, it's very impressive. So each of those cards will have like a different, either like series, like a sample from a song, whether it be like a some drums or like a, a keyboard lead or a guitar solo or like a, a guitar riff uh, or vocals. Uh, and they're all color coded for different things. Uh, and it's red, blue, yellow, and green. And they equate to different things. And you'll have some cards that are wild cards, which will have like I said with, Heartbeat by Childish Gambino has like all of the instruments from that certain part of the song. Obviously, it's censored because it's a family game, and Childish Gambino's heartbeat is very, 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 very inappropriate it's, for families. It's, it's pretty explicit. I mean, some of his songs are pretty damn explicit. Heartbeat, I especially, guess, is probably one of the, the better ones you could pick. Especially his earlier works. Anything off camp yes. is very not yeah. safe for work. Um, yes. Not safe for work at all. Oh. Um, but yeah, so and basically you play them down on this mat, this like board mat thing that um, picks up the NFC chips and it'll play that part of the song, which means you can do live mashups of all these different parts of songs, which can be really hilarious or actually really decent at some points. Because what'll happen, there's like a freestyle mode in it as well. So you can just play around with the cards. And um, basically you what what will happen in that mode, if you play... Uh, say, uh, you start off with Heartbeat by Childish Gambino. I know I keep saying that, but it's the one that keeps coming to my mind. You start off with that one, and it's like 120 BPM normal. The actual song is like 120 BPM. And you're like, all right, cool, yep. You put your stuff down, your samples and things, and it's like, it's playing like this weird thing where it's got like the vocals from fucking Call Me Maybe playing over it, and you're like, all right, okay, this is weird. Sure, um, all right. Yeah, like, can confirm, have done that. Um, But then you'll go, all right, I'm going to put down... Uh, Bangarang by Skrillex now. And what'll happen, it'll do like a transition thing where it'll do like a, it'll it'll slow down from 120 BPM to 110, which is what it is. And then it'll hit me with the Bangarang bass and then like drop into to Bangarang. And it's really, really cool to have these like weird transitions that go into different stuff. And it'll still be playing like, you know, the, the piano from heartbeat and the vocals from call me maybe over the top of it as well but it'll also change the key of it as well it'll pitch it up or down depending so it'll fit the song better um you can make some pretty bad stuff in it as well but you have to really go out of your way to do so um just by experimenting around i actually found i was making some fun stuff like um putting the i think the one of the other wild cards that has like all the different parts is down with the sickness by disturbed so oh my God. <laughs> yeah yeah having I that that song in so long oh yeah i was listening to it a lot today because i was playing I with it um so and, and, and it's, it's another one because it's a wild card it has one of those transitions as well and of course it finishes with that oh wah! and you're like yes 100 percent. let's 
worth worth a hundred dollars there. Like that that made Ooh. my day. Okay, maybe not, but like it's um, but then yeah, having like the vocals of Chandelier by Sia with that, it's like this shouldn't work, but it kind of does. Um, but yeah, it's a lot of fun. I've played around with the freestyle mode of it. Um, I also there's two other modes. There's a like a versus dual mode which I haven't played yet, but there's also party mode, which is like a cooperative one for two to like one to four players. So basically what happens with that is um, I played it with Ash before. Um, you split the deck of 60 cards. So you get 30 each and then you have them sitting next to you and you draw seven cards at the start and each part, like it'll start playing whatever. And you put down a card, it'll tell you to put down a certain card type. It'll be like, Put down anything blue. So you put down a blue card and it'll start playing that. You're like, all right, cool. You've, you've done that one. You get a bit of points for it. And then it'll start requesting things based on like the level of it as well. Um, and so you, you have to try and put those down. It's almost like Go Fish where it's like, all right, have you got a, oh, have you got a green level two? Oh, no, I don't have one. I was like, I've got one here. Do you want me to play it? Yeah, cool. So you put that one down and you'll get points for that. Um But you've got to like make sure that you're matching the same sort of levels as well. So if you try to put, if you put a level two card down that's green and the next one's like put a green card down so you want to put your green card over the top of that green card because you can layer them as well so well, not layer them but you can like just put cards over the top of it and it will play the card that's on top basically um it'll like prioritize it um but yeah say i put on one that but it was only like a level one you get a party foul so you lose 500 points so you've got to try and think about that and it's quite fast paced and there's a button at the bottom you have to hit sometimes to try and make a roulette wheel spin to take cards off the actual deck um and yeah it's a really fun game i want to spend a bit more time with it and just really get into the weeds with what it can and can't do um but my theory my 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 initial idea was as well i want to um you can save mixes in it as well so if you play through something and you you really like what you've made you can save it uh and then it'll it's available in like the library within the app but iOS has like the screen uh, screen record now as well. Um, so my theory is I'm going to do some playing around. If I make some stuff that's kind of cool, I might upload it to our YouTube channel so people can sort of see a bit about it uh, and or see some of the mixes that I've made uh, in the game. But we'll see. That's that's future stuff. We'll see if I get a chance to get around to doing anything like that. But long story short, drop mix is really fun. Um, I, I'm excited to play a little bit more of it. And it was really great, like, booting it up and having it sit on my lap and start just playing with the card, putting these cards down. And there's that, like, inner skepticism of me going, like, okay, we'll see how well this does. Uh, and it works really well. And then the other test on top of that is, like, I got Ash to come in. I was like, hey, come and have a look. Like, check it out. She's like, all right, cool. She came in. She's like, can I have a go? I'm like, Absolutely. So I was like running it through. I was like showing her how it works. And she's like, that's kind of cool. And so I plopped it on her lap, gave her the cards and said, go for it. And she started putting stuff down and just seeing the grin slight, like get bigger and bigger on her face as she's playing it and go like mucking around with things that shouldn't work that kind of sound all right. Um, like, yeah, like the, the strings from Call Me Maybe with the guitar riff from Bring Me to Life uh, by Evanescence. It's crazy stuff, but a lot of fun. Uh, if you've got a Toys R Us near you and you're you're morbidly curious, <laughs> that they had heaps and heaps of of copies of it. Like that, they, they they had at least like I want to say like eight on the shelf. So um, yeah, if you've got a Toys R Us near you, go and check it out. Um, 
you get pick up a cheap copy of Drop Mix. And I believe that there's uh, expansion packs for them as well, like cards. You can get um, playlist packs and discover packs, which have like, I think the playlist ones have like 25 cards and the discover ones have like 12 or so. I'm not sure. Um, but I believe you can get them on Kogan online for like 25 bucks for the playlists and 10 bucks for the um, discover cards, which is pretty cool. So here's where, I, this is the part where I sort of, because it does sound very cool, but mm-hmm. the thing that always appealed to me about Rock Band was that if I wanted more songs, I would just go onto the store and buy more songs. Yeah. I, mean, um, I, know, that, I know that that this couldn't work like that because of the mechanics, but that's just, yeah, that's just a part of it that sort of, as cool as the idea sounds, that part sort of pulls me out a little bit. But yeah, also I understand why it is that way. Yeah, it's totally understandable. But the thing is, like, you're you're for the most part, there's only a few wild cards in the deck. Like it's it's a lot of just like parts of songs. So, which you, when you play it, you, you're sort of making new songs with like samples. You're you're essentially buying music terminology here, but like the stems of those songs, where it'd be like you know the drum samples or or whatever like that, um, or the the guitar line, the bass line. And you're playing with those parts as well. So anytime you play it, you're going to sort of end up making something that's completely different to the last time you played it anyway, which I think it sort of has that little bit more. um, You're right. It doesn't have like, you know, buying new songs to play through things, but it has what Rock Band tried to do, I think, a little bit, but didn't quite take off. But it has that um, like freedom to express yourself within the game and actually make your own stuff which I think is really cool. And I think if this had taken off a lot more, I, I think it would have been cool to see like them support um, external recording on it. Like, like future versions of, of drop mix would have like a, like a USB port. You could plug in a thing that would plug into your computer. You could record straight to say audacity or something like that as well. Um, that would be cool. I'd like to see that, but I don't think we're going to, uh, it hasn't obviously sold no. very well. Uh, which is a shame. It really is. It's, it's a, uh, I, but I think it was just like a, it was marketed weirdly and the price point was a little bit too steep at, at launch. So, um, but honestly, I think for, for a hundred bucks, I, it's pretty neat. And I had a lot of fun playing with it this afternoon. I'm going to play it again. Even like Ash and I were in the car listening to songs on, we were listening to Spotify and a song, like I can't remember what song it was, but it came on and she's like, that would be really good in, in drop mix. And I'm like, yeah, it really would, wouldn't it? Having that baseline, it'd be really cool to have that mixed with... And we started talking about, like, other songs that would be cool to hear in the game. But, um, but yeah, that's Drop Mix. Um, I had a lot of fun with it. And if you like music games, you might have fun with it too. If you can find one at Your Toys R Us. If yeah, it's Your not Toys R Us. Gone. Yeah. Well, I, like I said, I think you can buy it on Amazon pretty relatively easily. Um, but yeah, just is it is it for is it Australian based Amazon? Uh yes, I think you can get it on Australian based Amazon. Um, it'll so just get, go, I th- Amazon sucks yeah. if you're Australian now. You yeah, can't get absolutely. half the good stuff. Yeah, absolutely. Because I tried to, I saw there was a good deal going on Drop Mix that was going to make it about set like eighty dollars Australian. And I'm like, cool, I'll oh. order it. It's from the American Amazon. No, I can't do that no, now. Blocked. It was an old article. Um, but yeah, like I said. I'm I'm happy with my purchase. I kind of just want to go play it now. <laughs> well, Karen, I think it's time for us to stop dropping mixes and time for us to drop into our new segment, which is, of course, Dope or 
Nope. If you're new to the program, uh, the Dope or Nope segment is, of course, our news section uh, where we take uh, a whole bunch of news stories that we've secretly gathered ourselves during the week, um, and then we bring them to each other. We decide whether it's dope or nope. Uh, If it's dope, we talk about it, and we, we go into depth into the news story. If it's nope, we never talk about it ever again, and we move on, and it gets erased from all history. That's... So I'm told. Anyway, that's the higher ups told me that. I'm not sure if that's the higher ups. Through. Okay. Yeah, that, that's all they to told pass me. It down. That's all they told me. I'm just passing that on. Don't shoot the messenger. Um, uh, of course, if one of us decides to dope the story and the other decides to nope, the person who doped the story does get uh, a very short amount of time to sort of briefly give us a rundown of the story before we move on to the next one. So, Kyron, would you like to kick us off this week? I sure would, Joel. Lovely and. My first one this week, this one's, I don't know if this popped up in your feed, it caught my attention as a few people I follow on Twitter were passing it around a bit. Okay. It is a story about a game studio with no bosses that pays everyone the same. That that, that sounds dope. I didn't see this. I want to hear about that. Okay. Let's cool. go. Dope. So, for, for a little bit of extra, like, this, this news story was just like, I was already considering buying this game. Okay. And it comes out really soon, but now I'm absolutely buying it. So... The studio is French studio Motion Twin, who, for those of you who don't, you're like, who the hell are Motion Twin? You may have seen their game doing the rounds a lot recently, because they are developing Dead Cells. Oh, fuck yeah. Yes. So that's what I mean. Like, this game was on my radar, and I've been keeping an eye on it since it was on early access in Steam. Fuck but yeah. it's coming to Switch, obviously. I'm buying it on I'm Switch. fucking 100%. Doubly after this. So... How it really works is, and this is this is a weird thing, obviously this works for them because they're a small company, but basically there's no boss. They have no boss figure. Okay. Instead, the workers own and manage the company equally. And so that means they all get, yeah, they have, there's 11 people working there right now. There's a full interview on Kotaku where they sort of talk about the pros and cons and how it works for them and the drawbacks and all that. But essentially how it works is, yeah, they all get paid the same and to sort of to leverage success, like they get bonuses if a, if a, if games do really well, but like okay. essentially everyone is paid the same. Now, That's awesome. the reason I wanted to talk about it is because obviously, pay in the industry is always going to be a thing, of course, and the the, the crunch is also a, a whole thing as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, and in the interview, they do talk a bit how about how they believe that. Where is it? I'll find a quote. So they talk about briefly, they did at one point balloon up in staff. Okay. But because of how they're structured, like that balloon popped. Right. The quotes, the quote basically is, years ago we did grow a lot, but this wasn't a great experience. We lost much of what made Motion Twin a nice company to work in. And during the process, many people lost this important motivation and focus that worked for us. I think it requires quite a clever structure to go beyond 15 people with smaller equitable designs because you'll need in, you'll need innovative systems to keep everyone involved. Passionate workers can do much more in a few hours work than any dev forced to work on weekends or at late or late at night. We were able to achieve much more being eight people than when we than when we when we were 20 plus. So we plan to stay below the 15 person limit, but it's just interesting to see that 
I mean, again, this isn't something I think that can be applied so easily to the big AAA studios of like hundreds of employees. Of course. Yeah. But I think it's a really interesting concept. Yeah, that's awesome. And especially for a fucking studio that's making a game that I'm fucking super jazzed about. So, um, and it's already getting a lot of positive press. The people who have been playing it yes. in early access and, and sort of doing like early hands-on impressions of it are like, it's great. It's brutal, but it's awesome. And uh, I, everything yeah. I've so it, seen it, from it looks beautiful. Yeah, to give a quick summary of Dead Cells, the best way to describe if you want to boil it down to what it is, it's a Castlevania roguelike, essentially. Yeah, basically. There you go, that's it. And I am absolutely here for that, 100%. Yeah, the design, like the art, the, the look of that game is beautiful. Mm-hmm. The combat looks engaging and fun. Yep. And it's, seen, it's got the stuff that is important to me for roguelikes. It has that permanent mm-hmm. upgrades that you, could, that you can get instead of just the constant frustration of like, am I achieving anything? This seems to have that part figured out for me at least, but it just, it just helps to know that it's coming from a studio. that's doing this really interesting thing. Yeah. They, they, they obviously, again, it's a small team, so it's probably easier to do it like this, but, and I don't know how easily this could be applied to other studios, but it's worth chewing on. I think. Yeah, I definitely think so. Like it, it, it's sort of that whole thing of like positive reinforcement is like the best, like the best motivator. It's like, if you're, if you're doing well and someone tells you you're doing really well, you're more inclined to go away and be like, well, I'm going to keep doing this because that person told me I was doing well and it made me feel good. So I want to keep doing that. So it's like this endless circle of that, which is great. Um, They also talk about how their decision-making is also a team-based process as well, which was sort of due to sort of, help because i mean in big studios i'm sure there are people who feel like their decisions don't matter like well, i don't have a say in this so bleh. but and like in this way like everyone gets to have input yeah and also too like that sort of goes like bo- both ways in terms of like they're being completely transparent with each other with where so one person doesn't know a whole bunch of stuff about one thing like in terms of you know if there's going to be layoffs or something's not doing so well they're not hiding it from everyone else it's like everyone knows Everyone is dealing with it together. It's like a, it's almost like a family, which is really yeah, really neat. That's awesome. Yeah, I, like I said, I saw this getting shared around on my Twitter feed, and I thought it was just a cool little thing to talk about. And maybe if people also like this idea, they will also support Dead Cell. Yes, this this pushed me over the edge. Like it's been my been on my radar, but this has made me go, yes, I am buying this game. I think it comes out in the next few weeks for Switch, so it's yeah. It's very close, yeah. It's up, for, it's up for pre-sale at the moment on the on the store, yes. on the eShop. I think there's so. a slight discount if you pre-purchase, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, I think it's like yeah. 20% off or something. Yeah, no, I, I'm definitely getting this game. I'm yeah. super, super jacked for that one, so... Um, but yeah, yeah so that, even that more was my, so. my first little one. That's awesome, dude. Yeah, no, I like that. Very that cool. good way to very kick cool. things off. Go, go and check out the Kotaku article. I'm going uh, absolutely going to. I guess I'll I'll put the link in the notes or something. I don't know, man. But it's it's an interesting little piece. Yeah, cool. Hell yeah. Um, well, I'm going to continue the good vibes. Oh, excellent. Not much of a not much of a crazy story here. Um, but it is something about a game that we're both very passionate about. I think it's fair to say. Um, Okay. So, Kyron, there's a multiplayer update that's been in the works for a certain game that we both really enjoy. It has a release date now, and it's very, very soon. I'm, s- I'm sad, but uh, I'm going to dope it. 
If yep. only to have my to have my input. But yeah, I'll dope it. Okay, cool. All right. So of course, that gave me Stardew Valley. Uh, the long-awaited uh, multiplayer update is coming out uh, on uh, October. Uh, no, August first. I want to say it's August first. Yes. Yeah. Yes. There's an, there's an asterisk. So I don't forget, Joel. Yeah. So it's for PC only uh, at the moment. Yes. So, but Switch is going to be the first console to get it. So when, when that does come, it, it will be on Switch first. But I would say it wouldn't be too far behind. I reckon by the end of the year we'll have it out for it. I would say. Oh yeah, for sure. Um, Absolutely. But I just got really, I got really excited when they were like, "Hey, release it!" I'm like, "Oh, yeah." PC. I kind of like prepped myself. I was like, "Yeah, it's going to be the PC version of it, though. It's not going to be across the board." I don't think. Um, especially because like the PC one's been in beta for a while now. Like people have been playing like early builds of it. Um, but yeah. It's really cool. So it's got uh, some of the, the features that are coming in the uh, the multiplayer update are uh, a chat box and custom emojis. So it's going to have uh, colored text and nearly 200, 200 custom Stardew Valley emojis. Um, it's going to have a scalable difficulty as well. So, um, so yeah, so it says here, as more hands are better than one, players will be able to scale profit margin or produce... Or produce sold Ooh. to change the difficulty level of a multiplayer farm, um, which is neat. Uh, obviously, working together and uh, up to four players can be invited uh, as farm hands. So you can start. That's about right. You can start from scratch, or you can have them jump into your player, your game, if you're having a bit of trouble with something, or you want to get a project like off the ground that's going to take a lot of work. You you know, light hand. Uh, many hands make light work, so. Uh, but the cool, th- the one thing about this multiplayer update that's been always been one of the things that they've been talking God about um, is God the fact it. that you obviously in Stardew Valley you can marry some of the uh, the characters in in Stardew Valley. Um, yep. You can in fact marry your friends. So uh, yeah, basically it says here um, uh, it says here farmhands can choose to crew uh, can choose uh, choose to woo Pelican Town's NPCs. Or craft a wedding ring to propose to a fellow player. You can also divorce or ban farmhands by demolishing their cabins. <laughs> That's <laughs> so, brutal. Yeah, it's so brutal, but I love it um, because as like Ash is a very big fan of Stardew Valley, and I quite enjoy it. And I think we both own it on on our switches. So when it eventually comes to the Switch, I would love to have a, just a little little wedding ceremony with my wife. In Stardew Valley, I think it'd be nice. Just gonna, just gonna put it out for Ash. I run a better farm than Joel. <laughs> it's all right. I work hard in the mines. That's, I go down and work, work hard in the mines, yeah. slaving away down there. No canary for me. Your, your poultry findings. Yeah. Hey, I make fucking oh. bulk coin, man. Uh-huh, I make bulk okay, coin right, there. Right. Yeah. All right. Okay. I, I was, I was doing well. I just make what I need to make huh? back at the farm. Focus on that. <laughs> it's fine. You know, chuck a couple of eggs in the, the mayonnaise maker and make some mayonnaise. Let that go. Off I go to the mines. Wait, what about your crops? I water them. Or if it's raining, I don't worry. They're the good days. I just run out. And I'm like, fuck you, crops. And then when they, they'll just pick what's there. I've got a very, very mate, modest patch. It's called sprinklers, mate. Let them do the work for you. Nah, it's all right. It's not going time for that. I got rocks Maybe to hit, man. I got rocks to hit and oh monsters to fight. Come on. Jesus. Let's go. And fish to catch. I got fishing, man. 
That's what I do on the weekends. I go fishing. It's good. Um, but yeah, that's I, I thought it was a, a fun... Uh, the fact that it's coming out so soon, especially for PC. Um, I do have it on PC. I don't, so... Hmm. Maybe I'll see if I can... Because I, I, I know the, the, the fucking um, point-and-click guys are going to be losing their minds. They're going to be all up in that when that goes live. Because um, they've been talking about it for months. Um, it was their game of the year. La- no, the year before. 2016, I think, it was their game of the year. To, to much controversy. <laughs> um, but yeah, I remember that one was a, a big thing. And they were like, yeah, when, it, when the multiplayer comes out, we're definitely going back to it. So they're going to be losing days to that, I would say. Um, but you said, you said you had some... to Switch. Yeah, it'll be here. To, it'll be on Switch soon. Uh, did you say I, I honestly think by within the next few months it'll be on the switch it's gonna be on I, switch so. I really hope so it's gonna be on switch first but like in the next few months I think it's gonna be out um but yeah so you you had something you wanted to say is that was it just the fact no, that it was, it was mostly just like it was a, like I, I just my excitement when I saw it was like yes it's happening like then it was just hit me with like August 1st I'm like yes oh PC yeah which is cool and like that's great because I know it has been an open beta on PC for a while now. Yeah. So I did. I like. I mean, I knew the PC would get it first, but I was hoping it's like maybe they would say, let's say like August first PC and like have a date for the other consoles. But obviously we're not there yet, and or, it's fine. They're or a even like a, a window maybe as well, like between like you know. Yeah. September or something. Yeah. I'm, I'm not giving up yet. We're due for a direct soon. Ooh. Believe. Believe. Very true. I think that's probably why they haven't announced it yet because it's coming to the Switch first before PS4 and Xbox One. So that Direct's going to have the release date in it, I reckon. Hopefully. Fingers crossed. Shadow drop. It's it's never fair to put pressure on Nintendo in a Direct, so I shouldn't do that. But... I know, but shadow drop <laughs> it. Do it. You did it with Hollow Knight. You made our dreams come true with that. Um, when you get so many dreams, Joel, okay? Only so many dreams can come true. I don't know. Unless you're fucking Tim Geddes and... Uh, you get everything. Or Michael Huber. Or Michael Huber. Yeah, the two of them. Fucking, they, they get, get everything. everything. <laughs> bloody, bloody Shemu. <laughs> fucking Crash Bandicoot. God damn. Um, but yeah, that's my Shenmue, first story. Resident, Resident Evil 2 remake. Yep. <laughs> Shemu yep. HD collection. Kingdom Hearts 3 for, for both of them, I think. Yeah. yeah. God damn. Oh, God. Bloody Spyro. Anyway, that's my first story. Uh, what, do you, right. what, do you got for, what do you got next, Karen? My next one is actually going to be shifting gear a bit, and it's a bit of a bummer. Okay. It invo- it's, well, it's a bummer. There is, some, there is some good news coming out of it as well, but, like, ultimately it's bad news. So it basically is... There's been reports from Eurogamer that layoffs will be hitting on-rush developer Euro... Uh, Evo. Right. I was going to bring this one, uh, and I didn't. So I'm glad you did, you know, in a yes. really macabre kind of way, I guess. But, um... Yeah. Yeah, it's this is not great. It's again begrudgingly dope, but I don't think it's a dope story. Mm-hmm. But I, I think it's going to be worth talking about. So, um, yes. So, so the news story, the news broke. It looks like a couple of days ago on Eurogamer. But yeah, basically, the developers of Onrush, like Evo, their studio would be having some uh, layoffs, including uh, the director of Drive Club. Uh, Paul, oh, I don't know how to pronounce that last name. <laughs> Rushy is apparently his uh, beloved nickname. Okay. But 
yeah, so he's been let go alongside some other senior members of the team. There is a caveat, though. There's some good news. Okay. Because the developer has promised that there will be a there will be a big August update. So, like, the game's not done. Yeah. They're going to continue to support it, which is... Yeah, so cool. which is good. Like, because... I mean, I haven't played on Rush. I saw you play some of the beta. I heard yes. uh, Daniel Bloodworth from Easy Allies talk about it a lot on Twitter. Yeah. And it sounded like a really cool idea. I definitely want to get around to picking it up because it was... Yeah. I would like to put some more time in with it because it's an interesting concept. That the, It's a racing game about that isn't about racing. <laughs> so it's... Yeah, it, it, more, it's more hero shooter than racer, which is really, really interesting concept. And I, I, I'm sad that it's not taking off, that people are sort of just dismissing it for that reason, but... Hmm. It's a bummer. Like, uh, Eurogamer has apparently got a source that claims that, in the UK at least, yeah, it, uh, it sold just over a thousand physical copies and didn't chart. I'm not sure how it would have done internationally, but that's not a great sign. I think it appeared uh, like 35th on the charts before disappearing completely. Oh boy. In its first rough, week. Like, yeah. So I guess the main thing I want to like the layoffs suck. It, June 5th probably wasn't a very good date for it. If I'm being honest. True. Yep. Um, and like, also to like marketing it. I feel like, they should have really, really went all out on that beta and really pushed marketing for the beta to get people to go hands on with it. Um, yeah, and say it's free. Everyone's available. Everyone's uh, like eligible to get in. Let's test it out. But also, it's an excuse for you guys to see exactly what this game is about and how it plays and how it is. Well, job not your typical racer. Do you know what game did a really cool beta like that and then succeeded? Hmm. What was that card? Overwatch. Exactly. Yeah. Where people like us were Overwatch. like, oh, I don't know if I'm going to get into it. Oh, I'm not really into competitive shooters. And now look at us fucking giggling yeah. about attaching a giant hamster ball to a bell and swinging around. So it makes me so happy. Yeah. It's great. Um, uh, yeah. Yeah. And I, again, I think, yeah, June 5th, again, early June, there are only so many games that can come out, but close to E3 and still get attention yeah. I guess is the, is the the hard way of wording it because on rush was cool but it was also very very different as it put like you know compared to other racing games Absolutely. so crew 2 was around then wasn't it it was uh, it, that was about that was like 3 or 4 weeks later i think it might have been about a month later okay okay what whatever game was being yeah it was july it was the start of july there was there was something around Another game, another racing game around non-rush. I can't remember. Maybe I'm making it. Maybe I'm, I'm imagining it. It might have been the but, crew, but it was it was still within like you know, it was no later than a month later than yeah. Non-Rush, so I don't know. It's a shame, but yeah, I, I think if it sucks that people will let go. Hopefully, they all land on their feet. Obviously, yeah. But because uh, my my favorite story about this is just like when Sony were like, "Nah, you're done," and Codemasters were like, "Nah." Make this, make make another racing game. Make make something new. Yeah, for sure. Like that was just such a that was a cool thing for Codemasters to do. Yeah, it's a shame it hasn't really paid off, but the game will continue being supported. So I guess it's not too late to vote with your wallet and support these guys if you want it to continue. I, I believe it's on sale as well on the PS4 for the summer sale. I think winter sale. Winter sale. Thank yeah. you very much, Joel. Sorry, I'm in the wrong hemisphere. Um, 
Yeah, no, I believe it's on sale for like, I, I want to say like 35 bucks or something. It's not bad. I was looking at it and I'm like, oh, cool, just to have it there. But um, I probably will eventually get, I, I definitely want to pick it up and, and play a little bit more of it, but I have to try and convince some other people to, to, to join me in it, it I think. Because, I mean, that's the other tough part. It does rely very heavily on the multiplayer. Mm-hmm. And that that can be, you know, do or, that can be like, do or die for some of these games. Absolutely. Especially if it's a multiplayer only game. Like, Yeah. Like Overwatch survived and thrives because of it's active online, but <laughs> not to, to drag the old comparison back out, but Battleborns online yeah. is much more sparse or as fucking, far as population goes. What's the, what's the other one that got shut down? Epic's one? Oh, Lawbreakers. No. Oh yeah. No, not Lawbreakers. That's that was boss oh, King, Radical but... Heights. No, not Radical Heights. It was <laughs> Paragon. What are you talking? Paragon. Oh man, I, the MOBA. Oh wow. Yeah, yeah. That's... That one wasn't even in my mind. Exactly. See, <laughs> there you so go. Paragon. <laughs> at least, at least, Battleborn hey. sticks with you for you know for better or worse. Battleborn and Radical Heights, and even goddamn Warbreaker stuck with me, but Fucking not Paragon. Lawbreakers deserve better than what it got. Really did. It's having tough. said having it's said that, tough. neither of us ended up buying it. So really, we are kind of the blame. really good Jimquisition up this this week or last week about Boss Key and the choices they made. Mm. Check it out. I will check that out for sure. As I as I plug an, a Jim Sterling video, <laughs> it's good though. Cool. Oh, I'll check that one out. Um, cool. Yeah, that's uh, not great news, and I believe that the team's going to be basically helping out with other Codemasters games now. What's what's left of the team? I mean, I mean who knows? If, if Onrush can somehow pick itself up with a second wind, maybe that can change. But yeah, it's, it's a shame because it, the game itself seemed like a really cool idea. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Um, would you like another story, Karen? Yes. Cool. All right. Well, uh, I'm just going to give you the headline for this one. Because it's pretty interesting. Uh, so, apparently, Dota 2 players in the Netherlands will be able to see what's coming next in their loot boxes. <laughs> Dope. Yeah. Despite my... my... My hesitance because loot boxes, but I am curious about and also, the reasoning behind this. And also Dota 2 as well. And also Dota 2, which I've never played in my life. Mm, okay, so uh, basically in the Netherlands, it's been a, a, like, obviously it was found that it's a violation of the Better Gaming Act. Is uh, Loot boxes are a violation of that. Um, so Valve are sort of trying to counteract that by giving you the option to um, uh, see what a loot box contains before purchasing it. Like the actual unlocks, or like a vague idea. Okay, so here's the thing. Here, here is how it, this is from the uh, VG27 article that I read about it. Um, yep. Uh, it says if you're playing Dota 2 in the Netherlands and go to buy treasure, you'll see a small text box below the purchase confirmation that describes one of the items. After receiving it, one of more, uh, one or more other items from the treasure will become available. The game explains. Um. So it's, uh. And it seems uh, also, too, that the treasure is fixed, so you can't just, like, reboot the game to try and sort of re-roll what you might get in your loot boxes. 
That seems like a fair trade-off mm-hmm. for that. Absolutely. I think that's, that, that's good that ease. You're like, all right, that's my next progress that I'm going to get to, or that's my next purchase. Um, but yeah, I, I just thought there's probably not a whole lot to go about that to, to go into the actual story of it. But I think like the if this works, especially for a company like Valve, and they roll that out worldwide to sort of get the jump on maybe other places that are starting to look at loot boxes as being a, you know form of gambling and maybe being outlawed. Um, if, if, yeah, this, they're essentially beta, te- beta testing this in a country that's already banned them. So uh, if it, ta- if it works for them over there and there's a, a good response to it, we could see this being rolled out for Dota 2, I think across the board. Uh, and then subsequently from that, I think it'll, you'll see a lot of other games maybe doing the same thing as well, going, look, we're good guys too. We've got them, but you know, you can still see what's in there. Um, I have to. So, hang on. So, what's for what's for cost if they don't do this with loot boxes? Is there like a? Uh, uh, let's have a look. Like, are there fi- are there fines or anything? Because the only reason I'm asking, because I'm wondering if this will if this will affect Overwatch, because I do remember in China when they were when there was a new law basically that went through, where if you sold loot boxes, you had to reveal your percentages like so like the percentage chance of getting a rare a common etc etc which did hit blizzard but then they were like oh hang on we'll just do this and basically they now sell in-game currency and it gets them out of it okay so they found a loophole to the chinese like with with the whole but that obviously that's different to what you know valve are doing i'm just curious if like if there's a consequence for not following along will blizzard find another workaround Right. Maybe. I do like Valve's idea. It's a very cool idea. I think it's a great idea. I, I would like to say, I think this would be a good way to roll out and sort of keep loot boxes around, for better or worse. But, um, yeah, that's interesting. Hmm. I remember everyone was really happy when Blizzard were like, okay, fine, I guess we have to reveal our percentages. Oh, wait, what if? Hmm. What if we just went, went and did this and snuck around and didn't have to do it after all? Hmm. But yeah, good on good on Vel for trying something new to make these. I mean, loot boxes are always going to be a dirty word, but at least this this you get an idea of like one of the things you'll get. That's something, I guess. Okay, so it says here too on the uh, GamesIndustry.biz article about it. Um, it says uh, apparently the treasure the the Reddit user laugh had posted a screenshot of the Dota two treasury that informs users treasures in your region show their contents before opening them. Um, okay. And they go on to say that the change is perhaps not as significant as it first appears. The random item in- inside is tied to the user account, so despite having the extra information, it is necessary to buy that loot box to get to the next random item, the nature and value of which will remain mysterious. I guess it's I, I'm not super familiar with how loot boxes work in Dota 2, so... In Dota 2. Yeah, but even, I guess, like, again, knowing the identity of one of the things is something. Yeah. Like, if, it, if like, a, again, I keep going back to the Overwatch comparison because it's the only one with the loot boxes affecting me. Like, if I had a loot box and was like, hey, you'll get, I, mean, I don't know, it's, I, you can't just say something like a spray or, like, a vague thing like that. You have to say, like, a skin for a character. I would be like, okay, that's kind of, that's something. Yeah. But I don't know. It's a like yeah, loot boxes are weird, and developers are going to keep finding ways to sort of make them not 
universally hated, I yeah, guess. Yeah, and, and less egregious, I guess, without, but without yeah. sacrificing them making money. Yeah. Yeah, the profit, the sweet, sweet profit. Mm, that cashola. Cash pinata. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I just thought that was really interesting. Um, interesting. To see, because like, like I said, I, I feel like if it does take off in in the Netherlands, this could be something that gets rolled out potentially worldwide for, because, you know, even if someone like Valve is like attempts to just do something like this, um, they're sort of seen as being getting the jump on everyone else um, and sort of making themselves a little bit more favorable. Trans- it's being a little bit more transparent mm. about your loot boxes, I guess. Yeah, that's a good point. Like, hey, hey, look, you'll get this. I mean, obviously there is still the stuff going, oh, you won't know what else is in there, but I guess it's offering something. And yeah, like loot boxes, the, ever since Battlefront 2, like mm. loot boxes have been a thing that yep. the industry has rolled their eyes at. So, or like the audience has rolled their eyes at. Yeah. Which is like, no, please just buy our loot boxes. <laughs> and yet you've got games like Shadow of War has now fully pulled it. Mm-hmm. For- I think I saw that Forza, Forza 7. Motorsport 7 is pulling their loot boxes and stuff. So yeah. And they also confirmed that there was no like, like pay money or whatever in um, Forza Horizon 4 either. I think mm. I saw that in the headline as well. So yeah, well, that's, that's, that's my, that's my story. Interesting. What else have you got for me, Karen? Uh, this one, this one, depending on, this is still sort of fresh. So I will preface it if, if you do say dope. Okay. It's not much. It's more of a headline as much like yours was mm-hmm. like, like, like a couple of them have been. It relates to a God of War Easter egg. I did read this. You did read this. And that's why I was like, ah, oh, it's sort of a spoiler. Yeah. Play God of War. So I'm not sure if I want to really discuss the Easter egg itself. Yeah, I don't. But... I haven't read what it was. I'm gonna say, yeah, I'm gonna say no. Nope. That's fair. Just because I, I I did read about that Corey Barlog said that there was something that people hadn't found yet. Yeah, and well, I mean, you you noped it, so I won't go into it in too much detail. Mm-hmm. But I will say that fans found the Easter egg. But also don't like it, so they're looking for more. So, oh, okay. Corey, but ba- yeah, Balrog. He hasn't said whether or not, like, Corey hasn't said if it was the one. So fans are like, maybe there's more, and they're feverishly like digging and clawing for God of War stills. So yeah, I just, I just, if you want to know, you can go find it, and it is one of those things where you're like, that's kind of neat. But yeah, it's a pretty big spoiler if you haven't played God of War. Okay, cool. I'll go and I might check that out afterwards. We'll talk about that. In the, in, Easter eggs are cool though. I like Easter eggs. Do more I Easter do. eggs, game developers. I I just love that. Yeah, Corey Barlog. Literally, his Twitter account is called Corey Barlog on vacation at the moment. So is he, I can just imagine yeah. him sitting like kicking back on a beach somewhere with like a cocktail and just looking at people lose their fucking minds over his game. Just going, is this it? And he's like, nah, maybe. <laughs> he hasn't said anything. So yeah. like, we the people don't know if it's this one that he was talking about. Or if it isn't, there was like there must be more. This one's disappointing, so they're just digging and digging and digging. Because it was originally from like a San Diego Comic Con panel about it, wasn't it? That one I of the other so. yeah, the other developers on it, up. yeah, brought something up about like it being there's one more Easter egg, but yeah, huh? Neat. Anyway, play God of War. Yeah, fucking play God of War. Holy shit, that game is good. Um, it's really good. Oh man, like just. 
fucking bonkers good. Uh, cool. Yep. Yeah. That was my last one though. So okay, uh, over to you, Joel. All right. Well, I've got I got one more. It's more of a discussion topic. It's probably going to take long, and it's really dumb. Um, like right. it's super dumb, but oh, I'm just okay. going to give you the. Play it on me. I'm going to give you just the reset era, um, thread. I love I love your reset era mining. You find some gems. Yeah, uh, it's been a pretty quiet this week. This is probably the best that I found. So, um, but it'll be it'll be dumb fun for a couple of minutes. I think, uh, the. The thread is called Calling Your Character a Stupid Name to Change the Tone of NPC Dialogue. God damn it. That's 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 all you get. <sighs> I mean dope, but it's honestly if I'm being honest, <laughs> yep. I hate it. <laughs> oh really? I yep. love it. <laughs> I'm so, I don't do it okay. I don't do it in my own games, but I love it when other people do it. I really do. I I will be honest, there are ones that I found funny. Yep. Um, there's some really good Zelda ones they usually do in speedruns. Yep. Yeah, exactly. I think speedruns are probably okay. the good ones when you... Okay, then yeah, speedruns is fine because usually they're tied to incentives as well. Yeah. I think I think My Dude is one of the ones I see in Zelda <laughs> a lot. Yeah. I, I think Wait, My Dude. <laughs> the best one is... Uh, um, was it, is it... Uh, I think in Pokemon when you say, I say... I say, yeah. <laughs> I say, I say, and it makes him sound like Foghorn Leghorn. Um, and um, you can call Gary by rude names to <laughs> to mess with Professor Rook's dialogue as well. Yep, yep. I wonder why they stopped you being able to name your rivals yeah, in Pokemon I know. games. Uh, because it was always just just at least a C-bomb in there for me, I would say. like hey, just to, to be fair, they, they thought they'd fix that, but I think it was in X and Y <laughs> where you could pick... You could pick like nicknames. Oh, that's right. And literally, one of the options was just like C bomb or like C word or something like that. It's like, you... guys, come on! You just embraced it in a different way. Yeah. Um, there's a couple of uh, there's a couple of examples here. One of the ones that I think is great. Someone's called their Pokemon Autobot. <laughs> so the two screenshots I've got here is Autobot used transform, Autobot used rollout. Oh, no. And I'm like, yes, oh that's great. That's my oh. favorite. Oh. <laughs> yeah, there's my dude. He's 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 got a uh, uh, representation here. Oh, my dude. That was the other one I really like as well from Pokemon. Someone called their Pokemon. Oh shit! So anytime he does something, it goes, oh shit! He grew to level twelve. Uh, no, oh shit! He they've called it. So oh shit! He learned sleep powder. Oh shit! He woke up. What? Oh shit! He is evolving. Like, <laughs> it's so stupid. It's so dumb. Like I said, I told you it was gonna be like, dumb, and it wasn't gonna take up much time. But I, I just scrolling by. I'm like, man, it, this is so great. <laughs> I will go on record, and I will say that I like the Zelda ones when they're funny, like the My Dude one. Um, this I, there are other ones that I can't think of, but then there's some good ones with the Zelda series. I I just because of the dialogue. I just yeah. I it was, I'm glad you brought up the rival thing because yeah, I used to just anytime you get to a game like that, you just be like, all right, what am I calling him this time? Because like, I call my character's always jolly. I'm like, yep, my my step my 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 rules that I follow for Pokemon generally were myself as the main character name, something horribly offensive as the rival's name and I'd always name at my starter Pokemon. I'd never name any other Pokemon, just my starter. 
because he was the one that was going to be with me for most of the game, basically. Nah. So that was the My way. My rival was always someone I knew who played Pokemon at the same time as me. Ah, yeah, that's fair. Uh, I don't know. I just, oh man, I just, I can't even repeat some of the ones. <laughs> I've, uh, I don't doubt that. I'm pretty sure it was C Bomb Face was the last one I called. Oh my god. That was um yeah, apologies out there. I'm a I, I promise I I swear I, I can be an upstanding member of society sometimes, but <laughs> But if you want proof that I can find the like the dumb character naming thing funny, mm. shit man, some of the names that the game grumps have given their links. Yes. Ten out of ten. Yes. Um I also I don't know how much of our retro replay you've watched with um Troy Baker and I've all in all. Zero percent of it. It's really great, but Anytime they call a character, they call it um, uh, anus. But if it's a two-player game where they both get to name their character, which happened the other day, um, it, it, it was anus and anus. So they spelt it differently. <laughs> the accent. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, it was really great. I, I like stuff like that. Um, there's one here. <laughs> it's the owl from, I think, Ocarina of Time. He says, hey, what's up, fucker? Surprised to see me. <laughs> and and hate fucker is capitals as well, all caps. Um, I hate that owl. That <laughs> owl is the worst. <laughs> oh, there's one from, uh, what's this from? I can't remember what it is. It doesn't say what it's from. It looks like a 3DS game. Um, but it says, hey, you can't be the new kid forever. And it cuts to the next screen of them calling themselves new kid. <laughs> it's, just, it's just so many dumb ones here um <laughs> oh god oh god god there's some good ones anyway but uh yeah I, th- that's all that's all i wanted to bring up that's the best i could find this my week dude. Right yeah my dude my dude my dude um wait my dude <laughs> i can't i can't remember what the i say i say one is it was in a video of something that they were talking about it and that the person was describing how much they loved it because it made it, it made every other character in the game sound like Falcon Leghorn. And that pleased me so much. But, um, <laughs> <laughs> I say, I say, uh, I say, I say, yeah, there's, there's a lot of my dudes here popping up. My dude's my favorite one. I think that's, that's the exception that and like the stupid game grumps names like Splurmph and stuff like that. <laughs> that that's just popped up here as well. Yeah. What's, what's the sky, the Skywood sword one I think is like Spoomples or something. Yes. Yeah. Spoomples. Spoomples or Spoomples or something. I, something ridiculous like that. I love the fact that when the way that they do it, but it's, it, um, that they sort of like start typing something and then just sort of <laughs> turn it into something completely dumb. Um, yeah, I do like it though when you do get those moments in in games where, if you were to go through and call your character something like that, it would just line up perfectly. Um, oh yeah, for sure. Um, someone's called themselves dumbass in uh, Wind Waker. <laughs> Listen up, dumbass. There's a monster running in the searchlight up there. <laughs> uh, that's pretty good. I would never do it myself, but my dude is good. I keep coming back to my dude. I just love my dude. And my so dude much. is great. <laughs> 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 they've got one here as well where if you called yourself zelda in ocarina of time it, it just says i am zelda princess of hyrule what is your name zelda strange it sounds familiar somehow it seems somehow <laughs> familiar 
And then the last oh face God. is just him. His shoulders like head on his hips, going, "Oh, like no shit." Um, yeah, it's pretty good. <laughs> anyway, um, oh God, yeah. Anyway, that's that. That was my last one. That's the best I could come up with this week for for reset era games. My dude, my dude. Okay, it's almost time for us to wrap the episode up. But before we do, I think it's time to hit the bonus round. Bonus round. Okay, yes, of course, our bonus round is uh, our question and answer segment of the show. So that's where you guys out there listening can uh, contact us uh, via Facebook, Twitter, email, or as Karen informed us last week, uh, by our contact form on our website. Yes, contact form. Mm. Just going to contact us on our website. Yes, <laughs> yes, yes, yes. Um, It'll do yes. the hard work for you. Exactly. You just got to write words. Do words good. Go fill it on, in. It's easy. Do words good on screen. Um, do words better than Joel. Yeah, oh, it's not hard. It's really not hard, especially if you're talking about metaphors. De- definitely, it, you can definitely do a much better job than I do. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and uh but yes uh yeah and we'll we'll take those questions and we'll answer them on the show because uh we're kind of good like that so we're going to kick it off this week with a question from one of our very very good friends mr ben clark uh lovely lovely friend of ours i'm actually going to hang out with him tomorrow should be fun i'm excited haven't seen him for a while so it'll be good um but ben asks us this week which game do you think has the most likable villain and why Hmm. Interesting. Hey, Joel. Yeah. So I caught up with Ben. Okay. Right? On, yep. on Monday, he was up in Bendigo and I was having a chat to him. Yeah. And this isn't entirely an answer to this question, but he was talking to me about a particular, a, a villainous thing that may have happened in a certain game of D&D where mm. you may have sold out a pickpocket. I, look, okay. Look. Yeah. Look, I was thinking on my feet. And not thinking very well, and I knocked, imme- man. A- immediately afterwards, I fucking thought of exactly what I should have done, and went, "Well, it's too fucking late now, isn't it?" I've already opened my big dumb mouth. So, <laughs> yeah, look, I'm not proud of that. I I, I feel like me- Abel's not proud of that either. But allow me, allow me to offer you a peace offering. Okay, uh, it's a story of when I was playing Divinity Original Sin with my housemate Brennan. Yep. There was a, a kid, I think, in that, or like, it was, I'm not sure if it was a kid or just a, just a person. Someone wanted to steal something. And it was this whole conversation. Because in that game, obviously, you can both contribute. And Brain was basically like, yeah, okay, you can steal. And he did. And then <laughs> there was a guard. And the guard was like, hey, did you see who stole that? And I was like, it was that guy. It was him. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Just immediately sold him out. That's That's pretty much pretty much what went down with mine as well but hey the kid's gonna be working for the church now it's fine i hope i'm sure it'll be fine it's fine churches are fine the thing that makes me the most angry is it it was not a character choice either it was it was not a like a, a good character choice like it wasn't like <laughs> I, I, me joel doesn't want to make this decision but my character would it was a really bad character choice and that's what i'm most furious about is it just was out of character yeah. i'm like fucking god damn it and i knew exactly what i should have done Afterwards, like I spoke and the the situation resolved and everyone was very disappointed in me. And then I went, <laughs> fuck, I fucking, oh, God damn it. I knew exactly what I should have done. But anyway, 
Oh, but you chose to be a bad person. That's fine. That's fine. Because you know what, Joel? Sometimes villains can be likable. <laughs> I'm surprised Ben didn't like give me like a fucking borderline alignment shit for that. I'm very, very like... Because, it, yeah, it would have made sense too. But, uh, yeah, anyway. I'll get back you to You never know week. what he's cooking up. I'll let yeah, I'll let you how that resolves after next week. I'll let you know how that resolves I'm after sure, next week. I'm sure Ben will let me know how it resolves. <laughs> That's fine. Yeah, you'll hear about it. Fucking goddamn it. I was doing anyway. so well. I was doing so well that <laughs> session as well. I'm so fucking furious. Anyway. Um Do you have any villains apart from my D D character that might be <laughs> a likable villain? Oh, so the hard thing about like this is a pretty tricky question because in like I think there's a difference between a likable villain and, like, a really good villain. Yeah. Video game villains have a tendency to be pretty, you know, two-dimensional. Yeah. And I think to be likable, they've got to be pretty complex. Exactly. And I think, yeah, because, like, when it comes down to it, like, video games, like, you need to have a a bad guy that is doing bad things so that you, the good guy, can feel better about defeating the bad guy. That's, like, video games 101, really. Um, yeah, but there are ways to sort of go beyond that. Skew that. Uh, yeah. So I almost want to submit nearly every single bad guy from this series, but I'll try to narrow it down to like two. Okay. And that is maybe three. The boss <laughs> from Metal Gear Solid 3. Ooh, good call. Revolver Ocelot from the series. <laughs> also a good call. Just because of his character, man. Revolver Ocelot, his weird, crazy arc and the way it progresses through that series is madness. Like, it's fucking batshit it, crazy. The way, it, the way it all twists around at the end of Metal Gear Solid 4 and you're like, well, shit. Yep. Uh, and I don't know if they'll include him, because like, he's, he's a villain, but you do play as him a couple of times. He's a uh, big boss, Naked Snake. Oh yeah, okay, cool. Is there some pretty, in my opinion, like they they have motivations that I understand. Yeah, they're pretty complex. Like they're not just like, hey, I'm a bad guy doing bad things. Like especially the boss man. Yeah. Oh, he was so great in Metal Gear Solid Five. Um, well, I was talking about the boss, not big boss, but I can see the confusion. Yeah, yeah. I the think boss they... in MGS Three was yeah, but boss in MGS Three. I thought you said big boss at the end there as well. No, also, but also big boss, like both of them, but like. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. No. But, uh, yeah. Mm, yeah. Like it. Cause, yeah, yeah. That's that's oh. like you're right. That gets very complex. That situation. Like, and I'm 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 really just sort of juggling. Like, when he says likable, like I don't know. I think, especially like the boss. Like, I get why she was doing what she was doing. Mm-hmm. I think that's what that makes us. That's what makes it a villain. I, I like to see this in, in both ways. I think you're right, though. That there is a difference between a villain that is, like, fun to be around. You're like, oh, I like you as a villain. Or someone who is doing horrible, awful, terrible things, but bec- because their justification of it is, like, warranted, it's sort of like, oh, you, you are a good character. Even though you are an awful yeah. person, yeah. That that's that's the angle I'm sort I was sort of approaching it from. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um, I've sort of gone a little bit the opposite. Um, uh, I we were talking just before you mentioned um Handsome Jack from yeah, Han- the Borderlands series. Han- Again, he's another character like 
I can see why he's doing what he's doing. Mm-hmm. And they I built on that. It. Yeah, they built on that really well, especially through things like you know Tales from the Borderlands and the pre sequel as well. Um, mm. It's yeah, it was really cool to see like the, the the arc of that character, even though it was told in like a really out of order fashion, but it still sort of made sense. Yeah, um, yeah. Probably the most charismatic villain in recent memory, honestly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, that brings me to one of my next ones as well. Like, uh, uh, Mark Hamill's Joker in the, the Arkham games. Um, he's just a, a, a really great adversary. And it, it really hits home to, like, that the whole trope of, of Batman about, like, Batman and the Joker being just, you know, that whole thing of the killing Joker. It's like one can't exist without the other. And they really, really lean on that in a really good way in those games. Um, even though I didn't really enjoy what I played of Arkham Knight. So mm. I have not finished the last two Arkham games. So yeah. my knowledge on that, but like, yeah, but I mean, even just in general, like even beyond the realm of video games, like the Joker sure is right up there in its category. Yeah. Yeah. Um, one of the other ones I was, I was going to bring up and this could change because I don't know the full story yet. Um, and But at the moment, to me, he is seen as a villain character, uh, and that's Axel from Kingdom Hearts 2. Um, I really like Axel, and again, I kind of see why he's doing what he's doing in a way, because, you know, when it comes down to it, he just wants his friend back, but he doesn't know any other way to go about achieving said task so it's yeah he's just doing what he knows how to do again still got another half of a game to go through yet and pretend and you know another game or like three technically i guess really we're gonna count the ones that i really need to play um to to sort of sort that sort of stuff out but yeah i i don't know i i i just like him as a character in general but like he is a part of the the, the villain organization so, no comment. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I know you're very quiet. I'm just like, okay, cool, awesome. I've said my piece about Axel. We'll see how we go. I just know that like Broad and Ben are gonna listen to listen to this be like, oh, 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 oh no boy. Oh look out. Oh, oh poor no. naive little Joel. Um uh, But yeah. Oh no no, no, I'm not I'm not. It's fine. Joel, moving on if that's okay. your last answer. That's it. Yeah, that's fine. Cool. Um okay. that's it, done. Um but yeah, so thank you for your question, Ben. That was uh, that was good. Even if it almost got Kyron to drop spoilers. Oh, it's so hard. It's <laughs> like, like that's how, ben, and, ben and me have been sort of developing a fun little game we're going to unleash on you soon, Joel. That again came up on Monday, so you can look forward to that. Okay. But uh, he's been he's been asking me all day, going, "Hey, did you get it ready?" I'm like, "I didn't have time. I had to choose between basically working on that or finishing New Water." I was like. I, I'll push the game till next week. Finish right. New Order now. But okay. uh, look forward to that, Joel. Okay, it's cool. It's going to be fun. Well, I'll hopefully have... Uh, if it's Kingdom Hearts related, I'll hopefully have two in the bag by then. Maybe. No, it's not Kingdom Hearts related. Okay. Well, not directly. Okay. Okay, cool. All right. But uh, yeah, anyway, thank you very much for your question, Ben. It was a lot of fun. Um, it was. Good times. Good times. Next up, we have a question from the man himself. The one, the only, Mr. Sean Kirkpatrick. Just the wonderful specimen of a human being that we love dearly. He's done all our graphic design work. 
uh, across all our social medias and whatnot and drawn some amazing pictures for us and has just genuinely been a, a really, really good supporter of us from day dot. So um, I feel like we, we don't really say that like because he has been. He's been constantly churning out questions for us since, you know, the very, very beginning of this show. So, um, and yeah, we've had some fun conversations related around those uh, those questions. So it's, it's true. been really, really great. So thank you very much, Sean, from the bottom of both our hearts. Um, we really appreciate your support. Uh, but Sean asks us this week, if you could have any video game creature as a pet, what would be your choice? And what adorable outfit would you make it wear? Um, uh, striking Pokemon immediately from this list. Exactly, yeah. We did talk about this and we're like, well, Pokemon are the obvious choice, but, you know. Because um, we can already sort of have them as pets. And the okay. next game, when in the Let's Go games, you can dress them up. Exactly. And you can carry it around with you in a Pokeball. Um, exactly. In real life. If you had to pick one Pokemon, what would you what would you have, though? Oh, one Pokemon? Just oh, one. Man, I don't know. There's so many. Just one. So Off the top of your head. It's... Uh, uh, mm, don't know. Okay. <laughs> I, mine's mine's it, not practical at all. 100%. It would not work. But Snorlax. Yes. I want a big Snorlax. Snorlax. I just want a big Snorlax to cuddle. <laughs> and play the flute for. I... You know, Dratini. I'll go for Dratini. Nice. Good call. Yeah. Hell yeah. Adorable little guy. Fuck yeah. That's a good call. Um, awesome. Well, all right. So we strict, we, Pokemon are, uh, not applicable for this. Um, what have you got, Kyron? Well, so uh, once we struck Pokemon, yep. I, I dove back into the franchises. I was like, what, 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 what would I want? What would I want? And I came up with two. One is incredibly impractical and probably fatal to my existence. Okay. But, you know, maybe, maybe not. And two was just like, well, duh. Who wouldn't want that? So I'll go off two first, and that would okay. be obviously a chocobo. Oh, good call. Yeah, nice. Give me a big big yellow bird. I would be as obsessed with it as um, Prompto was in Final Fantasy XV. <laughs> like, heck yes, a big old chocobo. Yeah, that's good. I like that one. Um, and the first impractical one that would be fatal is give me an adorable little baby Metroid, specifically the one from uh, yeah Metroid yep. Two or Slash Samus Returns, and just have a great time. Just roll around, have a little baby Metroid, as my friend. Have it, have That'd it attack, have it attack your uh, your enemies for you. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, that's good. I like that. As for what I would dress them in, that's trickier. I did have a, there was a long stretch of time when my avatar on Steam was like a Metroid in like a top hat. So let's stick a top hat on that Metroid. <laughs> classy. I like it. Nice and classy. Yeah. Even um, a monocle if you wanted. Oh, oh a monocle. That'd be a nice touch with the chain. It's a classy little baby Metroid. Yeah. Um, I don't know, man. What would I have? Actually, you know what? Do you know what I'd have? What's that? I have a Yoshi. Hell yeah, man. Who I wouldn't have want a fucking Yoshi? Yoshi. I ride this, it this does put us in the Yeah. Is he a character or is he a pet? <laughs> well, look, I for the for the, the sake of this conversation, I'm gonna say that he's a pet. Okay. Um, That's fair. But I mean, he's like he's great. And I I promise I wouldn't punch him in the back of the head to make him attack my enemies. Man, when when I first realized that it Yep broke me a little yep yep 
And it's like, you know, you think that the only bad thing that, that, that Mario does to Yoshi is sacrificing him to get an extra jump. But oh no, yeah. he just punches the living shit out of that Yoshi. The abuse goes further. Oh boy, <laughs> it's not deeper. great. Um, but yeah, I'd have a little Yoshi. Um, ooh, what would I dress him up as? I'd make him, I'd, I'd, make, I'd learn how to knit. I'd make him a little yep. woolen coat so he could be like a yarn Yoshi. Heck yeah. Yeah. Yoshis are adorable. Little Yanyoshi. Um Oh, Joel. Oh my god. What? You got your answer wrong, by the way. Oh really? What think think about franchise. What oh I can't no. Start with, oh, start fuck. with P. Fucking oh, I get retract everything I just said I have Poochie. It's Poochie, and, and he doesn't need a, he doesn't need a costume because he is practically perfect in every way. So it's he Poochie. Is perfect. He is the best. He is great. I had a backup answer. I was going to say Amaratsu because it'd be kind of cool to have like a sweet like Poochie's cooler though. But Poochie's way fucking cooler, and he's so adorable. <laughs> oh, I love him. I love Poochie <laughs> so much. It oh. wasn't like as you were talking about Yan Yoshi, I was like. Oh, you know who else was oh. adorable? Yarn Poochie. Oh my god, Joel's answer should be Poochie. Poochie, it's Poochie, yeah. Because like you, could, I mean, even like even like you know, there's uh, other other lesser dogs like um, D Dog from well, D Dog from Metal Gear Solid Five. He's a good boy. D Dog is a very cool pet. He's, He's a very a, good boy. Very good boy. Um, dog meat from Fallout Four, also a good boy. Yep, that's the other one I was thinking of too. Just ask us about best dogs in video games. Best next dog- time. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> It's still Poochie, so... It's still Poochie. Poochie's still 100%. the best dog. 100%. Best dog. I love 100. Poochie. I love him so much. Oh, now I want one, and I'm sad that I don't have one. Get a, get a yarn Poochie, but uh, they're probably out there somewhere. No, but I want a real Poochie. I mean, that, I can't help you there. And I want him just to, like, every time I walk somewhere, he, like, runs after me. He's like, yeah. <laughs> That's a dog, basically. I know, but he doesn't look. He doesn't have like a giant mouth like Poochie. No, he doesn't. <laughs> and like a weird, like springy tail. Oh, he's so adorable. Oh, I do thank, like Poochie. Thanks, Sean and Kyron, for making me remember how much I love Poochie. Um, <laughs> You're welcome. It's great, and thank you, thank you for your question, Sean. That was uh. And now I'm just thinking about Poochie. I'm sidetracked now, man. It's fine, but we got we got to move on. You can keep thinking about Poochie. <sighs> okay. Yeah. Okay, we'll move on. I'm done. I'm good. I can carry on. <laughs> just like you had like a moment where you pause and were like, ah, Poochie. Yeah, just I just drank ah, it Poochie. in for a second and I was I was good. Bathed uh, in the Poochie. Yep. Well, that's I don't know how I feel about that sentence. That's on you, man. <laughs> um, but yes, thank you very much, Sean, for your question. We always, again, really, really love your support. So thank you. Uh, we're going to move on to our last question now, which is from Lauren McLean from the wonderful point and click uh, website and the Clickcast and all the wonderful things and shows and, and streams now that they produce. They've been doing a lot of streaming lately, which is awesome. Um, I think Lauren was actually streaming. Oh, shit. What was she streaming the other day? Detroit, wasn't it? It was or Detroit. Was yeah, week? it was. Yeah, because there was something I was like, oh, I'd like to watch that, but I can't because I haven't played the game yet. Um, yeah, she's been playing a lot that a lot of that lately. She's been like powering through a whole bunch of it. Um, but yes, uh, they're wonderful people. They are 
we are big fans of them and uh, we love hanging out with them whenever we can. Hopefully it'll be soon again. We'll hang out with them again. It would be lovely. But Lauren asks us this week, has there been a game that you played as a kid that you revisited as an adult that killed all the good feelings that you got from it as a kid? Ooh, it's a brutal question. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I don't know if there's any that have like killed all the good feelings. Yeah, I think you're right. For me, anyway. But I, I have had some where it's like, oh, okay. Mm-hmm. All right, you know, product of its time. Okay, okay. Uh, it's, it sounds like you've got something ready, locked and ready to go. <laughs> I mean, I get... I almost wanted to just direct the spotlight again. I don't know how much people will agree with me. Uh, Rares 3D platformers. So that includes DK64, mm-hmm. Banjo-Kazooie, and Banjo-Tooie. And I'm not sure if this is just like... If this is just me... Because I, I, I haven't played them since then, but I did play them like leading up to the release of Ukulele. Right. On the, uh, the Rare Replay on Xbox One. Mm-hmm. And I just... I just, I thought, I I remembered them much more fonder than actually the joy they gave me. Like, right. There's so much dialogue to get through in a couple of those Banjo games. Yeah. And you can't skip any of it. It's, yeah. It, I mean, like, a lot of those, because my answer is, is very similar, but, like, um, in terms of, like, it's a product of the times and it hasn't aged super well. Like, some yeah. aspects have, but some are very, very clunky still. Um, I mean, it feels it feels a bit unfair because I mean, three D platformers right. at the time, like getting them right, was not easy. Yeah. And again, I, as a kid, I did really enjoy the banjo games, but upon looking back at them and going back to them in, in, on rare replay, they just take a while to get going. Yep. And then you get into those big worlds, and you're like, yeah, this is really cool. But compared to Mario sixty four, which is a game I could go back to forever. Yep. Like it's just it's just not there for me in those games. See, yeah, my again, my answer is very similar because I, I had such a great time with them, like the best time, some of the best times with that that this game when I when I first was playing it when I was younger. But um, going back now, I can still enjoy them, but it's a product of the times, and I know there are other versions of this out there that are better. Obviously, um, it's Goldeneye, man, multiplayer Goldeneye. And it's just because it's just because I played it last weekend, and I was just like, "Oh, this is hard. This is hard to 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 play." It's fun. It don't get me wrong. It's fun, and it's fun on its own, not just through like nostalgia glasses or anything like that. But it's it's just the fact that it's a it's it's a really old game, and it was one of the first. It made shooters like possible on a console, and I I get the significance of uh of goldeneye as well um but yeah it was just yeah i told you it was gonna be controversial but um, yeah i mean it's it look it's i mean i at this point i'm playing goldeneye once a year i'll be playing it again in a couple of weeks i think yep uh i still really enjoy it but it is on a big tv it doesn't look great yep Um, the frame rate Obviously, is questionable, especially when you got four players playing at once. It's like yeah, especially four oh. players, especially if there are explosions. Like the game just goes, oh well, I'm, okay, two frames a second. And in terms of like precision as well, like it's you know the sensitivity on that thumbstick can be pretty full on. Some oh, points, just, I mean, 
the thumbstick is like the root of a lot of my problems with Nintendo 64 games, honestly. Yeah, yeah and it's it's great. It's like a blessing and a curse. Like, because without it, we wouldn't have had progressions of 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 it from there. But um, but yeah, the actual it one is that uncomfortable. Was, it's, yeah, it's not great. And it's like you try and move left like the slightest bit, and you do like a full quarter turn circle. Uh, yeah, because you you also had to like hold down the right trigger, didn't you, to like access the aiming mode. And then uh, move the sticks or the C buttons. I can't remember now. No, because it was like tank controls with the with the th- stick. Uh, but it, then you could did strafe have... with the C buttons. It had lots of control options. Yeah, uh, yeah, it did too. Yeah, because you could play it like it one-handed pre- as well. Yeah, you could play it with two controls. Or oh, was that Perfect Dark? I can't remember now. Oh, Perfect Dark might have been. Yeah, but yeah, like that's that's the one that springs to my mind. It's just yeah, it, it's solely because. It does, hasn't taken away really anything from my memories of the game. Um, I kind of try and avoid replaying those games, especially if I have like this feeling where I'm like, that's not going to hold up. Like, uh, I play like playing through Yoshi's Island last year when we did that the first episode of um, playing Superpower, <laughs> the, the first and only episode. Do 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 do. Yeah, I know. We'll, we'll get to that. Uh, we'll get around. Why did Why did we draw Super Ghouls and Ghosts? Uh, that was yeah. a mistake. Maybe we should do a respin. We'll, maybe, we'll, maybe we'll pick something else. And we'll, we'll, I'm we just won't... scared. I don't know. I'm scared of that game. Oh, I was watching actually this week's episode of Re- uh, Retro Replay was them playing um, uh, Ghouls and Goblins, the the original, oh, the original one. Yeah. Oh, god. oh my god, that game's yeah. bullshit. It's yeah. They we they saw like the first three screens of that game. Um, but. Uh, much to their dismay, um, but yeah, like I, I, I try and like not play. Like I have in my mind, there's this Super Nintendo game called Stunt Race FX that I fucking loved as a kid. Loved it. It was like a 3D on the on the Super Nintendo. It was like a 3D racing game, and it was so cool. And the cars all had dumb faces, and I loved it. But I just I can't bring myself to even play like a rom or anything of it like that just because i'm like it's gonna ruin it it's gonna i'm gonna play this and go oh my god how did i get enjoyment out of that i have a similar one where in the game isn't spectacular by any means but Mm. i think i remember it fondly like much more fond of it actually is and that is uh especially considered considering what the series has done and what the genre has become and that is uh dragon ball z budokai 3 Right. Which man, I played so much of so much of it on PS2. Yep. But I look back on it, I'm like, hmm. Actually, fuck. Before before Fighters came out, that was the Dragon Ball Z game I played the most because I, I played know. with and you like, guys. And now that Fighters is here, I'm like, oh, Budokai Three, no, yeah, actually. And again, I get it. Like back then, for the time, like it was the best Dragon Ball fighting game. Yep. But I do have the HD, the HD version. Like maybe I keep looking at it going. Maybe I should. No, it's not worth it. But maybe I could. No, don't. Just You'll don't. be unhappy. Just don't. It's, like I'm thinking it's not worth it. But, well, that's yeah. What, I, I see all these people. I see a lot of people saying how much they fucking like how shit Bubsy is as a game. But Bubsy is garbage. I in my mind is fucking great, and that's why I've refused to play it again now because I'm like. I can't. In my mind, it's a great game. I loved hiring it out. I loved playing it all the time. So great. Uh, Clay Fighter. 
Pac-Man. Love that game. Oh, Clay Fighter. Wow. Cl- played a lot of Clay Fighter. Love that game. Will not touch that now because I don't want that to happen, I think. Um, but yeah, so that's why I sort of struggled to, to find something that really came to mind. You, you know what? In mm-hmm. a way, Battletoads is this as well for me. Oh, that's a good one. Like, I loved Battletoads 1 as a kid. Yep. I don't know, looking back on it, especially, man, some of us later levels are actually bullshit. Yep. Uh, I, I never really saw them because I getting past the card level was enough of a struggle. Yep. But, yeah, that's another game that I sort of, again, it was on Rare Replay and I was just yep. like, oh. Um, Turtle- I'm still excited for the new Battletoads, though. Yeah, fucking A. Um, Turtles in Time as well. Like, oh, the, yeah. the yep. Street Surfer. I, I, just another game that I will not play again now because I had so actually no I did play it again recently and it actually it was okay but yeah I guess it sort of didn't hold up as much as I wanted it to there's like a, a Mighty Morphin Power Rangers for the SNES that's a good game oh yeah it's a good game but also it's not really a good game um it's just Joel, like the Streets of Rage beat them up I'm g- I'm getting bummed out. We need to let's, let's let's break the rules of this question and pick a game that we played as a kid that is still awesome. Super Metroid. <laughs> oh. We almost spent a whole episode without mentioning Super Metroid. Oh boy! It's fine. Keep um, that streak going. Um, 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 oh, I already mentioned one. Yoshi's Island, man. That game holds up. There you go. That game still looks good <sighs> to this day. Okay. I feel good after feel feeling better. like after beginning to feel bad about banjo and all that. That 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 lifted me back up. <laughs> Thanks, Lauren, for oh. making us feel terrible. No, nah, nah, it's fine. okay. It's fine. We're okay. We're just playing around. We're just playing around. Thank it's you. Always, it is. It is always interesting to discuss like games you played as a kid. That I mean, yeah, they obviously are old now. They're not going to be perfect, yep. but some games are just genuinely timeless as well. It, like it was, Yoshi's on and Super Metroid and like a lot of the Super Nintendo ones actually honestly yeah, yeah really like a, a lot of those first party Mario World yeah Super Mario World even the old Mario Kart I played that again last weekend at Bartronica and I was like it's a fucking good game like Mario Brothers 3 on the NES like there's a lot of games that I still believe hold up yes but yeah there are certainly plenty that don't I never played it when I was opinion. I never played it when I was a kid but man Kingdom Hearts 2 Fucking holds up. Holds up. That game holds up. So, like, holds up to my expectation. I, I suppose probably even a little bit more of a, a, a bit of a recommendation. I'm playing that without any, like, prior nostalgia to it. Um, my nostalgia for that game is through the eyes of you and Ben and Brod and all of you losing your minds over trailers and playing Sanctuary every time you get into my car. Um, that's where my nostalgia Can't wait comes to- from it. Cannot wait to have a third Kingdom Hearts song to blare to blast out of my car. Is it on? They haven't put it up on Spotify yet. I don't think so. I haven't checked, but I don't think it's up okay. yet. All right, cool. I don't think the full song's out. Like there was a there was a preview in the trailer recently. Mm. I don't know if the whole song's out yet though. Okay, all right. But anyway, Lauren, thank you very much for your question. Uh, go in and uh, check out the guys at Point and Click. Their website's really great. They do like uh, their picks for the games releases each week, and it's really fun to read to see what, especially on quiet weeks when they're like, "I guess this game, it's fine. I'm excited. <laughs> It'll be okay." Um, but yeah, it's really, really great to read through. Um, they're all wonderful people, and uh, we love them a lot. So go and check them out. And thank you very much for your question, Lauren. Um, but I reckon that's about it, Karen. I reckon that's an episode. I reckon that's a podcast. Yeah, boy, take us home. 
All right, then. Well, as always, we'd like to thank you for listening to this week's episode of the Dialogue Options podcast. If you enjoyed listening to us, feel free to, to check us out on the social medias. That's both Twitter and Facebook, where we are just Dialogue Options. Uh, you can also just hit us up on our new website, Whee! which is just www.dialogueoptions.com. Uh, alternatively, whatever podcast platform of choice you listen to us on, feel free to chuck us a review, some stars, some thumbs, shares, likes, whatever it is. Uh, it makes all the difference. And we would just we would just like it. it. And you can also just contact us at contact at dialogueoptions.com yep. or... Where can I do it, Joel? Where else can I do it? Uh, uh, at the contact form. Contact us form. Yes. On our website. Contact us form. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Good work, Joel. Because, uh, yeah, we just we just like to hear from you guys. If you want to say anything, you want to tell Joel that he shouldn't like Axel, you're allowed to be wrong. He should like Axel. Yeah. But maybe you disagree. That's fine. That's fine. Uh you probably it would have been more more applicable if you'd said you can just come come and tell me about how much of a poor character choice I made for my D and D character. That's a that's a that's an easier that, play. Yeah, but that's 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 mean though. I can't I don't want to encourage I, to do that. I, no, but I can't defend myself on that one. I've got no leg to stand on with that. I I agree with you. I'll be like, yeah, you're right. You're hundred percent right. I'm See, an asshole. That's a that's no fun though. Yeah, true. I guess. Uh. Anyway, alternatively, we also have our individual accounts. You can find me on Twitter at LemonManX, where Joel, I'll, I'm not sure if you've seen my tweets, but I'll let you in on them. Mm-hmm. So, first of all, there's a funny tweet actually, but no one, you won't get. But if anyone out there plays Dragon Ball Fighters, go look at, go check out my retweet about there's a Fighters patch coming up. There's a very, very funny little clip of Piccolo, uh, 10 out of 10 if you play Dragon Ball Fighters. Uh, but most recently, Netflix rolled out avatars, Joel. I saw. I did see this. Yes. Now that's fine. So you can you can boot up your Netflix and pick an avatar from a selection of your of like Netflix originals. But do you know what show is absent? What show is absent, Kyron? Glow. Bullshit. Where is my avatar for Zoya the Destroyer? Or even Olga? I'll take Eva. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking Olga. <laughs> Oh god. Um but yeah, that's it. Like I just want I want a Zoeva Destroyer Avatar Netflix. Get on it. Chop chop. It's a Netflix original. Where is it? Have they responded to you on Twitter or anything like that? No, they have they haven't. Because I know they're pretty good. They, so, no, well their social media accounts are usually pretty good at doing that kind of stuff. So I'll t- I'll tweet them again tomorrow morning with a different Zoeva Destroyer it up. gift. Yeah, start the campaign. Let's get this rolling. Hashtag Let's get where's Zoya as an avatar. Hashtag where's Zoya. That's oh, it. I like it. Uh, where can I find you, Joel? Uh, you can find me at Jolly Mac, where I've been pretty quiet all this week because I've just been sort of working and not tweeting And playing much. Kingdom Hearts, and that's fine. And playing Kingdom Hearts, but the last thing I tweeted was today when I was asking uh, the Twitterverse about whether or not I should buy Drop Mix, followed by a picture of me with my purchased copy of Drop Mix. So, um, yeah, I did get some lovely, was, lovely help, though. From, what some, was some the turnaround? The... So, uh, yeah. The turnaround for that was you posted at 3.10 whether you should buy it, Yep. And then at 3.41, you had it. <laughs> yep. Yep. And in that time, I went into the store three times. Like, <laughs> I went in going, I'm going to buy it. And then I walked in, I'm like, nah, it's fine. I won't get it. Did some other groceries and stuff. And I went back and I'm like, no, I'm going to get it. And then I walked in, I'm like, nah, it's fine. Looked for one more thing. And then I'm like, fuck it. I'm going to buy it. Because um, I, I had some, some responses from some uh, wonderful people from the AGPN. 
uh, Jamie Galea and uh, the guys from the Inconsolables. They all uh, gave me their opinions on Drop Mix and said it's actually a lot of fun. And I was like, that's all I needed to hear. Thank you. Here's my money. Done and done. Yep, that's it. I'm that I'm that easily convinced. That's all I needed. <laughs> um, but yeah, that's all I've it's been tweeting. I mean, with choices like that, like I've done it before as well, where I'm all, I'm already like I'm probably going to do this, but I'll ask just in case. Yeah, and then you get people who agree. You're like, you're right. I should just do this. It's the justification. It's the the slim, Joel, like tiniest justification that you need. We did. We literally did this with each other last week with Assassin's Creed. <laughs> we absolutely did. Like, Fuck, I don't it's know if I get Origins, but it's just twenty bucks. I will just get it. I wish we'd recorded that. I just would have put that up. Just us being mad, like, <laughs> "Fuck you, EB, for having such a good deal." Fuck you. Yeah. As we're You're typing in Ubisoft. our our card details on the EB website, like, "Fucking, I'm oh. not happy about this, but I'm gonna buy this bloody video game for a ridiculous so price <laughs> that everyone said is really good." Oh God, I'm so I, mad I about get, it. I guess I'll find time to play it eventually. <laughs> yeah. We both backed each other up. We were both just like, oh. I don't know, I don't need it. I don't need it. And I think both secretly we were both ordering it. And then we were just sort of like, yeah, I just ordered it. Yeah. You're like, I, I, I did well. it. I'm like, fine. Um, but yeah, that's all I've been tweeting this week. In that case, I will let our wonderful theme song by you, Joel. <laughs> I feel... Play us yes, out. Thank you. <laughs> I, I feel. I feel like. I feel like you don't need to credit me. That's totally fine if you don't do that. Like, I'll. I'll. I'll survive. I appreciate it, but thank you. But I gotta credit someone, John. <laughs> you, you, you just like, who do I thank? Who do I thank? Uh, maybe I'll. Just, maybe I'll just credit random people going forward. Yeah, if you random right, video game characters tweet at us if you'd like to be credited <laughs> as the composer of the theme song of the show, and we'll consider it. We'll put you as. Uh, it's the composer for next week. It's a Patreon tier. It's like five dollars and above. You go into the draw to be the, the composer for the week. Oh my god! <laughs> we don't have Otherwise, Patreon, by the way. We do not have Patreon. Yeah. We will catch you guys next week. See ya. Bye. Options podcast.